0: Hi, good morning. Recorded live.
1: And here we are, live and well and living in River City. Oh, I'm sorry, Spartanburg, South Carolina. We aren't a river yet. Uh, if the water rises, I may have oceanfront property. But, well, that's the future. And that's all the rumors and all the other fear porn and all the other app cray that keeps being put down on us. But we are here. As a health and wellness of the golden age, and ready and willing to keep our health well, keep ourselves well, keep our psychic well, keep our physical well, keep our abodes um, our well, uh, not residents, we don't live in a residence, that's military, but we are in an abode, abode, a body, a, a housing. And to keep ourselves warm or cool or dry, depending upon your weather conditions at the time. So we have so much going on. There is a plethora of information. I even got one and I was trying to find it before uh, we got on and I couldn't quite connect because I was afraid I was going to be late. Um, I registered for my fall semester of classes and got into every one. And I have just seven more electronic classes to take. So kids, I'll be 666 just joined us. Are we um, superstitious or not? I don't know, but there you go. And um, and I'm ready for classes starting on Monday, and I graduate next May. And they're going to have it in the big auditorium here in the city, so it's quite interesting to... Um, to have that uh, kind of notoriety from Spartanburg community. And then uh, what was it? Oh, I wanted to share an email someone sent me that is so vital. I wanted it on the recording and it's about. Something's echoing. So someone's got a speaker on that is making it echo. So, uh, what it is is that when you get in your cars or your trucks and it's been sitting in the sun and you turn the air conditioning on, you are being slammed with PBS. No, it's a PBS. It's the plastic smell because your all your stuff in the car has got plastic, all your um, different kinds of Under things and over things in your car are full of plastics. And when they get hot, they put off this gas. So when you throw that air conditioner on right away, you're being overloaded, and it is a carcinogen. And so it's important you go through a little time and open all your windows, let the air go through, let some of the heat out, and then turn on your air conditioning. And I've done that kind of as a a matter of course because just because of the fact that it was too hot to sit in there and wait for it to cool down. Well, there was a breeze going through, and the breeze just kind of blew a lot of the hot air out. But now there's a real reason why you need to do that for your own health and wellness when you're sitting in the car. And, of course, um, anything you've got in the car will melt if it's in the sun, so um, it's no fun. Uh, speaking of melting, my son uh, and his wife and two daughters came back from Germany, and they were so cute. They bought me all sorts of German chocolate because their um, their mom, uh, my daughter-in-law's own uh, mother, bought me all sorts of ch- German chocolate candy. And I'd share it with all of you, but there was a thief in the night and they kept going into the refrigerator and taking the candy. And uh, there's none left. So I can't share it with anybody. So I I apologize. It was very good, though. I want to tell you it was very good. German chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Neva. Good to see you. Hi, how are you?
2: Great. I tuned in because I had a message Thursday morning at 3 o'clock in the morning. And oh I was God. pretty excited about it. And I wanted to tell you all about this message I got. Tell us. We're on recording. We're excited. Okay. The message was, watch the kitty kill the rats in the old bin. What? <laughs> Say that again. That's quite a lot watch. of depth. Watch the kitty kill the rat in the outbend.
1: Now we're getting an echo from something. I'm going to just, 666, you may be on a speaker, and I'm I'm going to just put you on mute for a minute and see if that does it. Okay, because if you're on a speaker, it will echo back. Go ahead.
2: Watch the kitty kill the rat in the outbend.
1: In the oak
2: bin. Oh, no, the oat bin. Oat, O-A-T, like in Tom. Yeah. Okay, so I got together with Nikki, and we kind of um, uh, got the meaning of this. And, you know, all of us have been, you know, when you put oats in an oat bin, you wash them, and you get all the chaff out of them, and you put them in the oat bin, and then they're ready to use. Okay, so what we have been doing, we, the people, are the oats. Uh Uh-huh. And there's an old saying, horses derive their strength from oats, and so can't we? Yes. Okay, so the kitty is Kathleen Kane, and you know who the rats are. Right. So we are to give her our strength and energy so she can do her job.
1: And Kathleen
2: Kane, for everybody,
1: is the Attorney General of Pennsylvania who is being chastised, ridiculed, just bastardized by the judges, the politicians, the police, and any other corporation agency, um, cabalish-type thinking because she's arresting criminals. (gasps)
2: <gasps> she's, already put, oh, wow. she's already put two or three judges in jail for Excellent. child trafficking. For child trafficking.
1: And this is, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I brought up to everybody on the call Wednesday about this gal, uh, Grill is her name. Her husband was a, a military, and she did this back in 98, telling what the military was doing which was early on child trafficking of prospective men to be in the military. And mm-hmm. it is uh, the, the incestuousness, the uh, depravity of what they're doing and the homosexuality that they were doing was so paramount that uh, it, was, it, it, it takes your breath away. And that's why on Wednesday we listened to the recording that Neva is talking about, about this young lady who is being really chastised for how dare she do her job.
2: Right, you know, and on 16 News last night, there was a guy that came on there and said, I have been in Pennsylvania politics for a long time, and I'm telling you right now, she has stepped on somebody's toes, and they are going to get her back. Well, isn't he a nice guy? Yeah. We know that, Jerko. Yes. I wanted
1: to make sure everybody else
2: knew that. (laughs) I was grateful for him. (laughs) They put him right on there, too, because everybody is on Kathleen's side. i got to tell you all except these guys that are scared to death of her.
1: Well, see, that's great to hear because it is the quantity. Remember, last week we spoke about a soccer game where a guy streaked across the um, sidelines and the cops got him and started beating him up and the crowd stopped. It's numbers, just like John's saying. It's all about numbers. That's right. And we need to, uh, I didn't get the recording. I'd love to send this out to everybody. Neva, can you get that recording and send it to me so I can Uh, send it uh, to everybody?
2: Did you get that recording? I didn't. Okay. I'll look it up for you. Okay. uh, If you go to uh, Channel 16 News, uh, WNEP, 16 News, it's on there.
1: WNEP. yep. Okay. Channel 16. Teams. See, I don't have TV, so I'll go on the Internet and, and get uh, Google it that way. This is very important um, that this goes across the country. Very, very important,
3: everyone. Everyone, pay attention. Hi. Sorry, go on.
1: Hi.
4: Yeah, we're long-time listeners, my husband oh. and I.
3: Oh, great.
1: Well, welcome. We're
5: glad are we you're here.
3: I can they hear us? Can they hear us? Are we, honey, are we actually on the program? I
5: hope so. Can they hear yeah, us? Yeah, you are. Hello? Can you hear me?
1: Oh,
3: Yay. Yes. can you hear it?
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> Thanks, there you are, go. I'm only allowed to use the again. <laughs> I, was,
1: I was
4: actually I was gonna call in. I was wondering if you heard about um uh the thing that's been going on. Apparently there's um someone is going around. I know your show's about health and wellness. Um have, do you have any experience or knowledge of um, the psychedelic uh, peyote cactus at all or dimethyltryptamine? No. Okay. What is it about? Okay, well, we actually we have a ranch in California. Um, it's called Horse Machine Ranch Road. And what we've been doing, we've been doing tests essentially, uh, like uh, scientific clinical studies. So uh, dimethyltryptamine is produced in the pineal gland. Um, of uh, in your brain essentially as well as in plants Um, so what we've been doing is we have been extracting it's the first time it's ever been done but we've been extracting dimethyltryptamine DMT from the pineal glands of uh, horses Um, and we've been experimenting with the uh, both psychoactive properties as well as the medicinal benefits of uh, intravenous and intramuscular dimethyltryptamine injections
3: it's really
1: helped me greatly. <laughs> what, is, what does it do and what is it for?
4: Well, it, it produces a very psychedelic effect. Um, uh, the uh, Certain tribes in the Amazon, they call it like the television of the Amazon. When you take the substance, you're able to look at something and like know the molecular compound of it. Um, certain Amazonian tribes, uh, they used it. Uh, essentially, you, you can... It feels like, uh, it's very hard to describe. It is the the single most psychoactive substance known to man.
6: I've tried it.
4: And it's also, it is what's produced, it's what your dreams, uh, in, if you didn't produce DMT in your brain, you would not dream.
6: I tried well, it when I was very, very young. And mm-hmm. it made me so sick. But it wasn't in the right kind of a setting, okay? Just a mm-hmm. bunch of kids. Or people that, and it does there's poison around it or something. It's a way that you extract it. But does it make you sick to do it?
4: No, it, no, not at all. You might oh, be thinking okay. you might be thinking of LSA seeds. Uh, were well, they seeds that you took or no?
6: It was pie, peyote buttons.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That I was talking about, yeah. Um, we, we also, we do experiment with peyote. Yes, peyote will always make you sick. Always, always, always. But the DMT that we're doing the extractions uh, from—it's actually from the horse's brain. So we have patented a method of actually extracting it without doing uh, very permanent. How are ant- you?
6: Are you killing the horses to do no, this? No, no, yeah. that's what
4: I was just saying. Um, we found a way <laughs> to extract it without doing. Uh, well, it's very, very minimal um, damage, if, if if any at all, to, uh, to the horses. Occasionally,
3: uh, occasionally, occasionally, I would. Say maybe one in every hundred horses does become retarded, but it's not been a big issue and we haven't had any fatalities.
1: Well, why, why are you doing this? Is this for selling it? Uh, is this for a business? Is it a no, value? For,
4: well, of course it's a value. It's the most psychedelic substance known to man.
1: It's also mm-hmm. used. Why do you want to be psychedelic? Uh, That's what LSD was. It was all about psychedelic, and look at what it's done to so many people. They've had well, yeah, trips this, when well, they're like not under the control.
4: Like I said, this is naturally occurring inside of your body and the body of every other human being, as well as most other animals that live on this planet. So in that respect, it's very different from any other psychedelic substance that is out there, um, because those are all either synthetic or they're, you know, they're not actually produced. <laughs> within the body so essentially it has some very profound life-changing uh results from a, a, I lot guess from,
3: a from a religious standpoint also uh, as kendra is just explaining this is something that occurs naturally in in every single person and so it was clearly made by god
1: yeah uh, as opposed well, when to being a man an made animal
5: chemical.
1: i don't i don't know that it's made by god but it's it's well, the did, issue did that here that create the animals though do you eat meat, what? ma'am? Do you eat the did, meat of animals? Oh, I, I was just saying, did I God, don't eat meat. Don't well, eat did meat. God
4: not create the animals?
1: They did. He, uh, the animals are of nature, but to take from the pineal gland, when we are working on developing our pineal gland because of the food intakes that we are taking, has shrunken our pineal gland. The what? horse is a defenseless animal, and that's what his. Choice was well, uh, and how he got here. What I'm having is. Well, I'll tell, problems you, I'll tell is, you what our is, ends, Wait.
4: But, like, I'll tell you how this what came I'm, about in the first well, place. But the way this actually came about was that um, since the first time I did DMT, I have had this sort of dream that I thought it would be a very amazing uh, once in a lifetime kind of experience to smoke your significant other's DMT and diverse VISA. Um, by oh, that's, that's,
1: sure. That has to and, do all with drugs. And see, we're not into drugs, we're into... No, I'm um, this, is, this
3: isn't a recreational drug, ma'am. This is definitely not recreational use. No,
1: it's like, this like the is, most spiritual,
3: this
4: is a religious profound, religious experience that you could ever imagine. So, essentially, that's how this all came about, is I thought that would be a great idea. Of course, you know, I wasn't about to go drilling into the head of my significant other. I am no Jeffrey Dahmer. Um, so it could be hot, though. Well, so we did, we, we managed to, it's patented. We figured out a way that we can do it to these horses with, like I said, minimal, minimal um, negative effects. And it's actually been found out through our research that many of these horses are actually, most, most equine are actually produced, they're overproducing uh, DMT in their pineal gland. So um, a lot of the times, you know, when the horses are bucking the riders off them, a lot of the times, uh, it's been thought that they are having an, an, a very intense sort of psychedelic experience, um,
3: which Just they cannot there's handle. There's a very, uh, very selective breeding that horses have been through, particularly in the last 100 years or so. Mm-hmm. Um, because of the way they're bred, they're kind of all inbred. And one of the things that this has led to is, is as Kendra was saying, they're overproducing the DMT.
6: Hello? I well, uh, admire this study. I really, really do, but it's kind of shaking us up a little bit. Why don't you send us some information on it so we can
4: look well, at it and process it? We have a website. Are you in front of Oh, the yeah, app?
6: sure, sure.
4: Okay, I'd well, like okay. to look at We're your website.
6: website.
5: What's your website?
4: It's yeah, it's g l o r y and then the word H-O-L-E, and then the word foundation. So gloryholefoundation.com. Yeah, check out the website, and it will definitely give you a a much better perspective from where we're coming from. We have a ton of photos on there. Um, We have some informative videos as well. And it just sort of explains what our goal is, our mission statement at Horse Machine Ranch um, on Horse Machine Ranch Road. Um, Yeah, are are you able to pull it up right now?
1: You'll see a green. I can't on green, my computer because I lose the program. So uh,
4: okay, if yeah. If you pull can. it up, you'll see like a green square, and it'll say "Welcome." And you just click that, and that'll explain it. I know it's a little bit. It's kind of a lot to uh, wrap your head around at first, but you know, we have nothing but the best intentions in mind.
1: Well, what you started it? you on it? Why did you do it? Sorry, what just was the first the, thing glo- of that? the the trip of it or what? Sorry, I missed the first part of that question.
3: She was asking why we do it.
4: Oh, well, like I said, um, we do it for spiritual as well as um, psychological reasons. Essentially, I think of it as almost like a hard drive reset for your brain and your spirit and your body and everything. So, you know, if you're having issues that you're dealing with in life, whether mentally or physically, um, it just gives a a lot of clarity that nothing else uh, has been able to
1: provide. Well, how do you know that?
7: Yeah, go ahead, Colin. Okay. uh, uh, I heard about DMT first about three years ago, and uh, David Icke and...
3: uh, I'm getting a weird noise on the line.
7: Yeah, me too. Yeah. uh, David Uh Icke? Uh-huh. David Icke was one of the first to mention it. Yeah, Yeah. and he he went down to the Amazon... Yeah, and he is. was with the shamans and he went through it. Yeah. And basically, his interpretation of it is that it actually lets you talk to another world.
4: It does. It truly yep. does. Yep.
7: Correct.
4: He's right and, about uh, that. He might not be right was, about the reptilians, but he's definitely right about the DMT.
3: Dave's yeah. actually a friend and, of mine. Uh, he's, uh, I've witnessed many of his lectures here in the UK. Yeah,
4: Ron's actually very good friends. Well, I wouldn't say very good friends, but. Good for, well, good friends at least with uh with David.
7: Yeah. And uh, Michael Sarazan is the other one that's experienced it.
4: Uh well many
7: people have experienced it. Um Right. Well Michael Sarazan has and he's talked about it fairly yeah. extensively. And yeah, Joe Rogan uh,
4: has as well. Joe Rogan uh he yeah. often speaks about it.
7: Yeah. Yeah. There's plant the stuff they use was plant based.
4: Yes, of course, yes. It comes from the Banisterius cappy vine, as well as um, numerous other different uh, naturally occurring plants.
0: Um,
7: and now, they did say one that, that they have, both of those people and several others that I can't remember names on, have stated that uh, you have to be calm, happy, and positive before you take it. Because if you're negative or depressed, uh, you're in contact with the wrong entities.
4: Well, I would have to disagree uh, in terms of that. Um, With typical psychedelics, uh, that is definitely the case. Um, But I find in my personal experience um, that when you take DMT, I have never once had a bad experience. Nobody I know has had a bad experience. Um, And a lot of the time I find that if you are taking it when you are somewhat troubled, it, like, it provides the clarity that I was talking about earlier. Um, we've also been experimenting with, I'm not sure if you're familiar with, um, with like, psychedelic cacti, um, but there's uh, the Peruvian torch cactus, as well as the peyote, um, and a few other um, species of cactus, cacti. And um, we've actually um, been experimenting, we do uh, peyote smoothies every morning. And we have this one mare, uh, this horse, uh, her name's uh, Bonnie, um, Big Bonnie we call her. And um, she, one day I had my, the peyote smoothie in my hand. I was just brushing out her mane and she decided to, to stick her, her big lips um, and she just like took a sip of it and she seemed to really like it. So that sort of gave us an idea. Um, and since then, um, we've been giving Big Bonnie about three times a week. She has a, a small amount of peyote smoothie. Uh, with us um, for breakfast. And she has gone from uh, quite quite a sickly horse to just, she. it's just like she was uh, a baby again, it's just a young buck, you know?
1: Well, those are all very interesting. Uh, let us uh, review it and, uh,
5: yeah, and we'll discuss
1: it and get back to it because part I of would our... Also,
3: one thing I wanted to talk about as well, sorry to interrupt there, but before we leave is... Uh you were talking about the reasons for doing it really and i think kendra was explaining there's the psychological medical actual medical benefits to society as well as the psychedelic experience and the, and the spiritual learning uh we've also been in, in experimenting with uh, uh, people in their sex lives as well we found that anybody that has has issues with their, their sex life for whatever reason and i'll come on to that in a moment uh, has, has had some quite profound experiences um,
4: like, forget about Sting and his tantric sex, you know?
3: Yeah, yeah. The, Got
4: him we, beat by days.
3: Yeah, I mean, we've just had, you know, we've had couples come down and, and interacted with each other and yeah, with we ourselves.
4: Do. And we and do couples with, retreats.
3: Even with the horses. And it's been a very magical experience. Wow.
1: Well, that's very interesting. I'm, we're a lot of seniors. so We move on. on as far as <laughs> curing
6: you guys. Does it do any curing for diseases?
8: Yeah. Can you cure cancer with it? Hello? Hey, yeah. Hello? That must have been the wrong question. I don't know if they're still on. Hello? Oh, well,
1: let's
6: continue. Yeah. Well, I had to to shut my computer off to to be able to dial you back. My phone wouldn't let me call you back.
1: Oh, that's why you came on and off. Okay, Yeah,
6: I shut it off, and now I'm on, and I came on, and now you're talking about peyote, and I feel
1: like throwing up. (laughs) I know, I know. Well, and, and one of the things that we have to look at, health is an individual thing. And I sent out an article to everybody about how the individual, the word individual and the concept of you being an individual has been so uh, eliminated and bastardized. Can you hear us?
3: Ma'am, can you hear me?
1: now we can hear you i heard a lot of um,
3: um, i'm 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 yeah there was a lot of weird noise on the line i don't know what that was
1: that was not from our yeah. end it wasn't, it wasn't, well we didn't it hear it on here her. we we just lost you
3: oh that was weird well uh sorry sorry about that our line just went crazy uh we'll, we'll cut out or
0: anyway uh,
3: i was just saying yeah we've had a lot of couples um of all ages really um and what they do is they, they come down to our center, um, talk to us about their as I say, if they're old or young, whatever sexual problems they might yeah, be having.
4: We're firm believers that regardless of your age you're never too old to uh, to copulate to have uh, intimate relations so what
8: about, given, what, about diseases?
4: what
9: about diseases?
4: Well, it was asked, it was asked if it would help cancer. Oh. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, we've actually we've had all sorts of uh, research that we've been uh, funding as well as doing proactively here on the ranch. Um, we were actually able to cure something called complex regional pain syndrome with a mixture of intramuscular ketamine as well as uh, dimethyltryptamine, DMT injections. Um, and until that point, we had actually uh, complex regional pain syndrome was something that had no cure. There was not even a way to sort of, uh, you know, ease it or even the uh, the effects of it. And currently, we're actually we're working um, with a bunch of researchers um, from Harvard um, about. We're working on a, a, a possible uh, HIV. I can't really say much of, about it, but right. a possible link between uh, HIV as well as um, dimethyltryptamine and how they can uh, one can sort of alleviate the other we've had some very 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 uh positive results um just uh from our our inter uh you know our immediate uh, tests and studies that we've done so we're very much looking forward uh to the to the results of future testing and you know
5: hopefully I, 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 came, results- I came
9: on late and I was wondering are these all synthetic uh, chemicals that you're using? No, no, no. No, no. Like I said, are there isolates,
4: are there isolates from herbs or are and
9: you using a whole,
4: whole no, herb? No, it
5: is.
4: It's naturally occurring in numerous plants like the Banisteria caapi vine, but it also is produced in uh, every uh, mammal's uh, pineal gland in their brain. Right. Uh, so they're, iso- they're isolates then. Yeah, exactly. Okay.
3: Mhm. Yeah, and we've and also, just to add to that, we've found that it has a lot of great benefits not just in treating well I, I think Kendra wasn't really supposed to mention the, the HIV mm-hmm. but anybody who's in any sort of recovery where their immune system is low uh, or they may be feeling stressed out or anxious um, you know for example we've had great results with people uh, in recovery or in remission from cancer just helping them kind of get back on their feet and feel better and things so it has a lot of huge benefits in that respect uh,
0: yeah, there are a
3: lot of made, out
4: there well, yep. Okay. You're, you're aware of how like every cell in the human body uh changes every 7 years. So All there's right. no there's no part of your body now that was the same as it was 7 years ago. So you're aware of that, right?
9: Right? I'm aware. Oh, yeah. You can you can actually regenerate your cells to a point where you are experiencing more robust health than you've ever experienced, including well, getting rid of um, dege- um, congenital abnormalities that you were born with. But exactly. that requires using whole herbs, not.
4: Well, there's there's other ways to do it as well. Um, for example, um, I'm not sure if you have any uh, experience with GHB at all, um, or if you know what that is. But it's gamma hydroxy. Uric acid, um, and yeah, but that then, again, that's an isolate. Yes, yes, but what what we're saying is that um, we noticed a lot of bodybuilders were taking it. Um, it actually has an effect um, uh, on sort of uh, cell regeneration, the human growth hormone. Right. Um So
3: I also found, but
4: you don't have the, any long term, you know, twenty thought... year study. Um, no,
6: this is new, right, you guys. Is,
4: Well, we won't have 20-year studies, obviously, until about 17 years from now, but the uh, immediate studies that we have done are showing promise would be an understatement, I I think.
3: I'd Are are either of you you medical? My my sexual problems was was absolutely wonderful as well. Um, Are
1: are either of you in the medical field or have any authority? (laughs) You know, they always want us to look for us. Authority. I'm a doctor. So it's I'm a doctor. Important yes. we I'm, a med- that. It's, I'm a shut
3: up. I'm a medical doctor. Oh. I would what, just be where
1: concerned. From? You're, I, would just, I hear your British accent. Where from?
5: Yeah,
3: I'm British. British. Uh, I I'm studied sorry? at Oxford. I studied at Oxford.
9: Oh. I would be concerned about innervation down the road. With every well, action, there's me, an equal and you? opposite reaction.
3: And uh, I, honest, I
9: think honest, that, ma'am. in my experience, man can't improve me
3: on for me a moment, ma'am. Um, ma'am. Ma'am, ma'am, I really, I don't think you're really qualified to be talking about this. Do you have any formal qualification or authority on this, or are you just some I have
1: 30 years of
5: personal
1: experience. Uh, we we, me, we spend the time on this program to get educated, and that's why our questions because of the fact that um, it's wonderful you came on the program and we're really pleased that you are, but we don't know where you're from either.
4: You were were saying that man cannot improve upon nature. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Well, I can think of uh, quite a few cases just off the top of my head where that statement is actually incorrect.
3: Prosthetic limbs, for example, ma'am, are you honestly telling me that, that people don't deserve... The, with the, with the,
9: one, the exception, one exception, with one, exception, one exception,
5: in acute, in
1: acute, no situations like, sir, letter finished, like sir letter fears, traumatic injury, that's the only
3: exception. Sir, sir, legs, we're not we have them. a
1: politeness here, sir. Well, let the speaker finish. Now, she was saying something we have listened to you. Now let her state something, okay. and then we'll listen to you. I was just go ahead. I was just saying that there is one,
9: uh, a few instances where um, Western medicine has been able to contribute something, and that's for acute, uh, traumatic injuries, and stabilizing uh, people in life or death situations where they have minutes left to live. Okay. Okay. But so, other than that, for cr- for chronic and degenerative conditions, I think nature has it all over what man has been able to do. So, In other words, whole herbs are the way to go. Whole herbs, homeopathics, and ma'am, I'm diet. Sorry, I'm
3: sorry about nonsense. That's well, just do, nonsense. Just comment that means it doesn't work, ma'am.
4: Comment.
3: I'm a doctor, ma'am.
4: I'm just trying to, to understand. So, you're saying modern medicine, there's only a few instances that you can think of where it is proven to be more successful than what nature already provides us with? Yeah, it's so, all in the medical journals.
5: Awesome. Okay, yeah. so how, following
4: your medical doctor's how, advice is the second
9: leading cause of death.
5: In how, do this country. Herbs
4: help, how do herbs help a double amputee?
9: I'm well, saying that that's the one exception. Extreme. That's the
8: one Go ahead, exception. Uh,
4: well, whether it's extreme or not, it's still true. It's a great, it's a great exception. Right, position. but I'm, I'm not. But as far when it comes to isolates,
9: you know, um, deconstructing herbs to come up with new, you know, stronger, uh, more impactful. Okay, chemicals.
4: how how do, how do herbs help an ocular oncologist take out a tumor and deal with a tumor in the eyeball?
9: So you don't, extreme. you don't need to like, do that. Like, Nature can um alkalize the whole system and um
5: Alcoholic melt away what, the tumor awesome. for
9: lack of a better word better okay.
3: finish. get this lady off the air please she's just talking excuse
1: me you're not running this but program
3: work. i am a doctor ma'am with over That's... 37 years experience i with direct medical profession okay and you're just some lady talking about how herbs are going to grow some kids legs back or something because of alcohol. Sir, those are extre-
5: extreme.
3: So, okay. And why did he lose the leg? Am the lo- right. leg was he,
4: lost. his legs oh, are okay. run over by a train, for example.
5: Yeah. Now, uh, those is,
4: are extremes. Because, We're right. talking about day oh, to day oh, to listen,
5: living. Lady,
4: listen, lady, whether it's extreme or not, that doesn't negate the fact that it's uh it's true. Uh, so, so what if uh, an example I give is extreme? That only button, like bolsters our case more. And so you can go limbs off. back. Sorry, now, what you are...
9: what you need to explain Excited. is how isolates are better than whole herbs. I've been making
3: limbs for children that not only not only have all the benefits that, that nature provided, but actually are significantly better. Right? They, exactly. they don't feel pain. The child. Can, can, is actually stronger and better than before.
9: But we're before. not talking no. about that kind of We're talking yeah. about... Well,
4: no, we're but talking just about... Your, just your
9: isolates.
4: No, 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 you no. started
9: talking, we're talking about. no. about actually. everything
4: because you gave the example and you said that modern... There's only a few cases. First, you said one. And then you said a few cases that you can think of that modern medicine actually has it over on actual... The way things naturally are and natural... Nature, right. Yeah, and that's just absolute... Bullcrap. Natural... Sorry. Natural medicine that's been used for thousands of years. And how's that working for the millions of people that die from AIDS? Yeah.
1: Because that's a chemical infraction of the body. And the foods we take are, in, are incompetent and in making people ill. We have more deaths from our medical field, over 250,000 deaths from careless medical well, and do you have any even higher than that? How many
4: people die from so, the diseases well, that they that your herbs are not
10: I'm uh,
1: Sorry, please comment. comment. You may be
4: a doctor,
10: but
1: you're let's wrong. Let someone else you're get a so comment wrong.
5: in here.
4: Okay. Go so ahead. Wrong comment.
5: You're using yeah. hobo science. This if he was a
4: naturopathic
10: doctor, comment.
5: Comment. Someone wants I to make a comment. Let's ha- hear them. Um, I just man.
10: want to make the comment that uh, I wish that I hope that everybody listens to this recording because I've never seen so many rude people walk on top of everybody. You're not nobody can even begin it's to have. You. have- No, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I can't even finish my statement, and you're walking on me. I am saying everybody has the right to speak. Can everybody say what they have to say, and then let the next person speak, so we can at least hear the concept you're trying to get across?
8: Each of you. Thank you. I walked out of radiation on my cancer.
6: I have lived two and a half years longer than my doctor told me I was going to live. I believe in herbal medicine a lot more than I believe in chemo and radiation. That's all I have to say.
8: Hello? Hello. Hello? Comment? I We're here. I don't know
1: who that is. You Let's can see. say who you oh, are. I'm sorry. I'm talking, with, and I got muted, so I muted myself. Um, but the issue here is that more doctors in the medical field are doing more ha- damage under medical reasons. You may have a very good homeopathic um point but it's not about us arguing over it we want I wanted to hear if you had credentials and then you start arguing with someone that's lived through something that has been physically what has happened to her and one of our own members who is a living example of what cancer has done and her being on herbs she's still alive and with us so we do know herbs work. And that's our point. And and, uh, what Lola said about being rude, it is about us listening to each other and being able to hear what the other person's saying. We are attempting to hear both sides. If you cannot abide by that, we cannot have the program continue with that or you take over the program you're not going to do that so okay. um, let's move on
9: They we just weren't ready for a couple of questions no that I, I that think nailed they them. realize now that maybe they people are waking up enough to see that
6: You know, the thought of putting a needle in a horse's on. brain to draw out Pineal Grand Extraction really didn't do much for me. That kind of made me. But I'm willing to look at it. I'm willing to look at it for the next week and see what he's doing. You now I'm not going to be a judge. I'm just... It just kind of terrified me for a minute. <laughs> okay.
1: Well, I get the,
6: terrified all the time. I'll be fine. <laughs>
1: well, the other side of it, too, Patty, is that is... We want to hear new methods. That is not our premise to shut out new methods. No, It is for us to hear them and and really look into them. That is what I was saying about the individual because it's been so chastised to not be an individual and that we are speaking out as individuals and we're being yelled at? Excuse me. I was getting
6: all excited about it. Um, if he told me it would have cured cancer, I was gonna ask Colin if he wanted to escape for a while with me. I couldn't tell Bruce though. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
9: well, if he had said he was a naturopathic doctor instead of a medical yeah. doctor, I would put more a lot more uh, credence in it.
1: And, and that it was it was done at Oxford.
9: What's a little
1: information? Doesn't make, in. You know,
9: what's the for me? And just going to school doesn't mean that you have experience working with people and patients and know the outcomes
6: of Well they are. They are doing what they're doing and it's working for them and if that's, that's right. what they want to do, that's wonderful. The the field is open for anything right now. You know, and if it goes against your grain then we don't, or my grain, then we don't use it.
1: And that's what we've always taught in here is the fact of being able to discern what's best for you. You are your only judge and no one else.
9: Well, and unfortunately, the human body can only recognize certain things that you put in it to be able to utilize it and get rid of it. And if it can't recognize it, then there's going to be problems. And I don't think it can recognize these new drugs and new supplements, that newfangled things that they come up with that seem great initially. They have an initial stimulation and a positive effect, but then it messes up the body. You end up with it becoming dependent on it. Is that, even just using even just using digestive enzymes as an example, if you're constantly taking digestive enzymes, you don't give your pancreas an opportunity to produce them. So your pancreas stops working, and you know you've got a lot of diabetics out there with with you know um, that are messed up on because of taking insulin
1: for so long. Yeah, and and the other side of it is too that being hooked on any of these medicines, they start start out with an innocent little medicine, but that has the side effects, so they have another innocent little medicine right. that they do, and there's no innocent about any of them. It's uh, but if you take story. a whole
9: herb, your body knows what to do with it, and you don't become hooked on it. And it can literally, it it can literally. I just had an example. This whole week, I have been, um, you know, dealing with this. One of my cats that had a relapse of this horrible uh, condition, that and, and I had key. if I'd been if I'd been no uh, monitoring the kitty litters because now with the two cats, it's hard to tell unless I constantly go with each of them to the litter box to see. Who's leaving what in the litter box, but um this cat first had I had noticed like skinny, hard stools, and then I saw him try and have a bowel movement, and he wasn't able to do anything, and he just and so I freaked out that he's you know was really, really constipated, so I went through my homeopathics and gave him some nux Vomica. And then, and I also gave him some pumpkin and mixed in some things with food, and it's supposed to help. And so then he had two two bowel movements, but they were both outside of the litter on either side of the litter box. And um, so then the next day, his anus <laughs> became more inflamed. I thought that you know the. The constipation problem was being dealt with but then his anus started to become inflamed then um, the next day I saw him trying to have another bowel movement and again it, it wouldn't come out he, he was it was unsuccessful so he jumped out of the litter box and started to run across through rooms in the house and he, um, he sh- a bunch of diarrhea um, was you know was shot out of his butt I uh, uh, flew out of his butt while I was running through a room. So then his anus was getting worse, and his, his rectum was prolapsing.
5: Okay. So I
9: had to start all over again, put him on uh, broth, and then I gave him arsenicum album, and then patiently wait. while he. And then also I gave him herbs, whole herbs, comfrey. I made a comfrey tea with on um, other herbs that are good for tissue regeneration. And I gave him golden seal. And I gave him a green drink. I made got some little samples of green drinks and I just gave made syringes full of green drinks because alfalfa is really good for M plus vitamin C. And I put him in um the bathroom and gradually his stool got um you know, more normal looking, and then finally last night he had a a, a bowel movement in his litter box. He didn't have because he was he was just the first night I put him in the bathroom. He had he had diarrhea and asleep. He soiled his bed where he was sleeping, oh. and so he had incontinent diarrhea for like four four days. Plus, he had all this mucus and blood uh, leaking out of his his butt, and his butt was the size of it had expanded. To about the size of a quarter, and it was all red. And I was, <laughs> I was really going back and forth, and whether or not I was going to bring him into the vet. And I brought a stool sample in, to see if he had parasites or anything. And he didn't. he, had, he didn't have parasites. So um, by that day, the stool was getting to be a little bit hard. But he was still just, he wasn't doing it in the litter box. He was doing it all in the papers. And. Um, so, but, after the first day, he no longer soiled in his bed, so he got gradually each day he got better and better and so, finally, this morning, I could see that last night he was able to just go and have a a firm bowel movement in his litter box.
6: Is this your cat or your dog? this is a
9: one cat. this is one cat that I had adopted with the same problem, okay. except I had that use litter back
6: boxes too. Wow, this is a fascinating story. Well, and let me just
9: tell you, when I adopted him, his his um, rectum had actually was worse. It had prolapsed to like two inches outside of his body, oh, oh. and I gave him the arsenic album, and it just pulled it right back in. Now, I was I was searching online to see what a conventional uh, veterinarian would do. And they do all these horrible things. First, they, they try and push it, manually push it back up inside the body. Yeah. And, and it looks so bloody and so tender, I couldn't imagine, you know, a veterinarian doing that to him. So I had to give the natural approach um, a try. So anyway, I just started gradually, gradually, you know, introducing food just a tiny bit, like a half, half a teaspoon, and then it, building up to a half a tablespoon and then a tablespoon. He's still not up to having a normal-sized meal. But this morning after he ate his um, breakfast, I watched him go to the litter box and he had another firm stool, except for there's still blood coming out with it. So he's not out of the woods yet, so I'm going to have to keep on you know, I think he has colitis or something, and he's going to have to stay on a regime, and I'm going to have to watch him for probably a month, and that's what I should have done the last time. Change
6: his I- food, maybe. Rambo gets that whenever I give him canned Beneful, He'll get blocked up, and then yeah. I won't n- notice, and then I'll finally pull the chunk of poop off of him, and his poor little butthole will be great big and
5: sore. And-
9: yeah, well, when so it gets really sore and in, in bloody, because he, he would be, yeah. you know, walking around, and when he would just sit, anywhere he would sit, then he would get up and he would leave a pink, either a pink or a red stain
5: oh. from the
9: mucus and the blood. And so now at least his rectum is all back at normal, healthy looking. Right. Um, And it was much better yesterday and even the day before that, but I still kept him in the bathroom overnight. But um, so I'm gonna to have to continue with the green drinks and the plantain and the, which is a herb for bleeding and comfrey helps stop bleeding as well. And
6: I love um, you, Lola, but this is the grossest call I've been on all week.
5: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, but you know what? I also I also
9: discovered this really really wonderful interview that a um. Person who knows a lot about homeopathics interviewed this doctor named. Um, she's a retired um, holistic veterinarian, a homeopathic veterinarian named uh, Jenny French. And this Jenny French was she was so generous with her information. She she just gave out the ten most um, I. Effective and most used homeopathic remedies and what to use them for, and she went through a whole list. And I'll send the um, link to the interview. Plus, if you go to the the interview, you can just look at the show more section, and she has all of the um, homeopathics listed in a sort of like a sheet handout format. And you can copy it down and keep it. And it's it includes things like you know, um you know, car accidents, what to do if you slam your finger in a door, or, or in other words, like shooting pain, um, rashes, uh, diarrhea, diarrhea and vomiting, That's a separate, a separate um, remedy that you would take if you have both things. And the one of them was, of course, arsenicum that I used that she talked about. Um, so I was so fortunate to have found that video and listened to it. And she was gave out her telephone number. I was almost thinking of going back. I didn't copy down the telephone number, but going back and listening and calling her if this cat didn't get better, but the remedies are working, so. Wow. Between the two of them, I'm just going to keep on doing what I'm doing.
6: Well, I'll be your dog. You guys can turn me into a dog. (laughs) 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 It works for
9: humans too, if it was. I
6: know, and that's that's. I was just making a joke about that because, you know, our animals can tell us what they need. You know, you got. I get really upset when I go to the doctor and they ask me what's wrong with me.
1: (laughs) I go, I don't know. That's why I'm here. Yes. (laughs) Isn't that an interesting foible? Why are you here? Well, I came to find out from you. There's an interesting thing that um, Orphus sent, and I don't know if I sent it out to everybody, but it's about a, 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 a medical naturalist who is talking about how um, how the medical field is actually not doing their business and why. And the point he was raising was the, the issue of uh, the the medical doctor looking at the top of the wound instead of seeing why there's a, a wound. Oh, yeah, that's it. A- and okay. that was what I was trying to get across to our, our visitors was, are you giving stuff to people that has nothing to do with uh, – with the actual damage, I mean, yes, the man broke his leg. Yes, you go to the doctor and you get it fixed. That's what you do, and that's what the hospitals are for. However, that isn't what's really going on in life around us. They give you all this crap, and as you say, they get you hooked on things, and that's what we're against. And so uh, it was it was very interesting to see that so much of what we're learning, we're able to to actually give someone a run for their money as far as we do know more than you want us to know. Uh, and I'm glad you spoke up, Emily, and I'm glad everybody, and Lola spoke up because well, it is about us speaking up and saying, you're rude. Listen to what's being said. Well, you girl. know
9: what? And also the next time any medical doctor comes on and, you know, Couch that nobody can say anything because they're a medical doctor, ask them what the thinking is and what's the rationale behind removing a lymph node or even removing a tumor or removing a breast and then removing the lymph node, which is there to protect the rest of the organs from toxins. It's like a septic tank. And so, in other words, after the lymph node is removed, what is going to happen to the toxins? Where are the toxins going to go? How is the person going to be helped by having a lymph node removed from
1: their body? Well, it also goes another way too, Emily, uh, is the fact that this guy was touting. I mean, he did not come on and say he was a medical doctor from the beginning. I had asked specifically that question. And uh, when he started throwing his weight around... Why is he into peyote type of psychedelics? Why did
6: he call Lola a silly old woman?
1: <laughs>
9: they, they just want to,
6: it they sounds like they're not wanting to,
9: to come out with some new drug to increase libido.
6: Well, it was six o'clock in the morning, and it did kind of make me go, huh? <laughs> but <laughs> I, you know, I, I wasn't expecting to talk about
1: sex at six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> well, I knew it was going to get around to that. <laughs> I thought, I thought I that is late. exactly why you do psychedelics.
9: <laughs> I came on late, and I thought that maybe he was talking about. Peruvian whole herbs. But then when I asked if it was... And, and then he started saying all these names that sounded like chemicals and I said, are, are you talking about isol- are these isolates from the herbs? And then he said, he yeah, a really so
3: that was enough for well. me. He a really sexy hot voice as well. It was fantastic.
1: Oh. Well, you're back. Well, I'm glad you're back and you're allowing us yeah, to well, eat.
3: I mean, you put me on mute and you've just been sitting here talking, you know...
10: Snacks.
3: Smack about me? Yeah, that's right. I didn't want to no. swear on the airways. But I think you've been extremely ignorant towards myself and my colleague here. Uh, we were just trying to educate you, and all you've done is you put us on mute, and you're just sitting there talking oh, smack about us. Oh, she forgets
6: that right? she put you on mute. Right. It was an accident. Well, well I guess she I didn't probably, You better me.
4: take some more ginkgo, ginkgo biloba then, because your if your memory's that bad that you forgot to put that you
5: put us on mute. You know, I guess. The, Thank oh, you, you for
1: diagnosing it. me. When that isn't what it's about we want to have some, excuse as, me as a medical Ryan doctor talk.
3: with 37 years experience i would say oh.
5: <sighs>
10: i came on late oh. and i really would like to hear what it was about but people were talking over each other so much i couldn't hear and I had no idea they had got muted by, some, by accident, I guess. No, we, I
1: muted them because of exactly what you were talking about. And oh. because no one could say anything but them. I'm sorry, oh. this is not their program. This is your <laughs> program. And you I mute me this.
6: sometimes because I'm moving around. And I know that you've forgotten you mute me, so I just caught back up. That's all you
1: do. And they call back and they're totally welcome to join us. But we want some civility instead of accusation. They're accusing us of being ignorant because he's got so many years of medical school. Sorry.
6: Well, I think that he's on the verge of starting you know, he's only been doing this for three years and he did mention something about the prostrate. And you know, let's let's let him do his work and we can keep looking into it. But yeah. it's nothing that I'm interested in right now. I uh I'm starting to lose my desire.
5: <laughs>
6: and I think that's a good thing Because Well we won't go there
5: <laughs> Poor bros Poor Bruce. Oh he
6: loves me He He was out in the garden with me And goes Look at that cucumber <laughs>
1: Suggestions, suggestions. Thank
6: you for the melon crate thing, Colin, that you sent me yesterday. I couldn't read any of it, but I know what you were sending me. And yeah. you know what I did last year? I went and got pears over at Costco, and they came in these little tiny crates. And I used those under my melon or under my squash last year, so I can buy a box of pears. <laughs> and then have melon crates. <laughs> yeah. There you go. No. Yes,
7: yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh, once you just buy some, you know, buy something from them, or you can actually order catalogs from them. They'll be sending to you. To come in there. They got oh, so okay. many things. Uh, do you have Mason bees up where you are? <laughs> <laughs> you
5: I haven't asked him. What, I haven't
6: asked one if its name is Mason yet. I'll oh, go check. Uh, no.
7: no, it's a species.
6: I
0: know. They,
7: they, they pollinate. They're not aggressive, and they don't make honey, but they pollinate, and they have a they have a little thing that you can hang up there that uh they they see they they normally cut a hole into a tree or something along that line. And they'll go in and they'll generate a little bit of honey. Then they'll lay an egg on it and then they'll seal it up. And these uh, these little nests like this, they, you know, they, that's what they that's what they'll stay in. And uh, you know, they have a, a, a mason bee nest. And uh, you just hang it in your garden, and you and you uh, once you know once oh. they find it and start working on there, you'll have uh you're, you'll have pollinators year round.
4: Oh
1: wow.
7: Well, yeah, those bees
4: are
1: going to be amazing. Over those eggs. Wait a minute. Oh, sorry. What were, what were you saying, Lola? I was just saying the, the
4: bees, the bees are going to splooge their cum all over the eggs and uh, uh you know, fertilize them.
3: Sounds kind of hot when you think about it like that.
1: But that's good. That that fertilization is good. That's the way it's
10: exactly.
1: well, you know Co-
4: Colony colony collapse is occurring in many uh subspecies of, uh, you, uh, see, of
1: these, uh, you know colony. what I was noticing, so though? Let, let one person talk, Patty. Finish yeah, your statement, it. please. Patty. Yeah, poly uh, collapse, collapse,
3: collapse is very is serious. It's very serious.
1: Mm-hmm. And and we've had that around the world. Now, you were going to say, um, Patty?
6: I was noticing that the yellow jackets are
7: pollinating right? my garden. Yeah, they pollinate. They pollinate too totally uh, amazing. any any
4: any any insect or living being that reproduces uh, typically um, you know uh,
3: she shouldn't be watching them like that to be honest it interferes they, with they the
4: don't, don't like they uh, land on me
6: they like me i well, interact with mean, my you own
3: know,
4: no, Okay patty i might talk to you um, but that doesn't mean i would want you to watch me have sex very different things, you know. They're, they're,
5: they're, they're, they're with
6: you. Are they having sex with my flowers? They might be. That's, that's I'm just watching them pollinate it. my flowers. That, is that's there anything good. wrong with that? But you they,
5: guys are totally fruitcakes, aren't you? That's help!
3: That's help! That's help! I think. Right.
4: What does she mean by fruitcakes? I've never heard this term.
3: Do you realize like to whom <laughs>
5: you're speaking? <about? laughs>
11: <laughs> it seems like you should probably. Um, and, 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 hey, let me talk. I'm talking. You should probably take
4: some herbs for that horrible cackle. Um, it seems like you have uh, asthma. Azte- Laughter you know, is God's bad,
6: medicine. And if we laugh, talking. we laugh, we laugh, like we
4: laugh,
5: we laugh. Laugh, laugh, laugh. Your face is
4: throat cancer or something. I, I'm worried. I can actually hear <laughs> I can pick
5: up no, I can pick up on
4: illnesses and maladies and, and to me it sounds like you you have a throat issue.
1: Um In I don't you know, like not. you're
6: a doctor now. Oh thank you, 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 Doctor, doctor? <laughs>
1: Lovelace. Are you a doctor? Um, because I'm, we're we're, I we're a not doctors. Doctor. My,
4: doctor. my husband's a doctor. Yeah. So he has fine. She has superiority over everyone here. No,
5: As, he doesn't. No, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, he doesn't. Fuck him! You better block me. Fuck him! You better block me. Fuck wow. him! Daddy, what? Well, I'm
6: happy
1: that
5: it's
1: fine. I think the, the issue take is here, sir, her. is wow, that you mental are health not is not our authority. In this, the mental
4: health is not strong in this room. Uh, I think. Excuse Patty me. Your Patty judgment. Take some herbs. Um, for her mental health. I'll smoke so
5: some pot. I'll,
6: I'll be fine in just a house. minute.
5: Let yeah. me go get a shut joint. I'll be just up. fine. <laughs>
4: yeah. Did right? you know that THC actually, if you have, if you're predispositioned to, especially schizophrenia, it actually uh, early is the onset of schizophrenia and Do more you more-
6: realize that it is curing my cancer, you idiot?
4: Well, do you know, do you realize that that is a bullshit logical fallacy? <laughs> Just because one thing happened doesn't mean I that think it's, you should it's, take it's a fallacy a thing, up right? your
6: ass, lady. I have to go now.
1: You're crazy, bitch.
6: <laughs> wow. <laughs> they don't
1: they aren't even on the board, but they're in here. That's yeah, that's because we're hackers. We're hackers. We're elite hackers. <laughs> hackers. That's enough. You just be lucky. If we are not you into. Better hope and
4: pray, you better hope and pray that we don't actually hack your show, and we'll take away the administration rights.
1: And when we'll you're the when you're the one that is doing the harassment, please, you are not the authority Let's on this program. is you it not your show. Up. It doesn't mean that we can't take
4: it over.
5: Oh, no, you Welcome can go right ahead. Spider-Man. And we will. Uh, we're Well, my
10: question is a question. This, I have a question. Yes, go ahead.
5: Oh,
1: this is lady has a question. Uh, in the uh, background. Go ahead, Lola. Go ahead, please. Is yeah,
3: he talking to us? He's talking into, into the door? I'm the Oh, this other lady. She's some just some uh, caller. Please, ma'am. I'm I, the host of the show. Uh, what is your you question? Are not please go ahead.
5: Oh, um, oh, for, uh, uh, uh,
4: go ahead, crazy herb lady. Go ahead, ask your question.
3: What is your my question? Quest- please. You make my show. Thank you. Welcome to the Ron Blackman show. Go ahead. You
1: are not the host of the show. Do not question him. So do not ask even ask
8: talk to,
1: our our talk to him. Ask hey, Mike.
10: and uh, uh, if and and podcast is so that we could come on if we wanted to listen but why are why did you do this what what is your motive behind doing what you just did
1: i i muted everyone uh lola because they were wanting to do the controlling and... Uh, well,
10: my question is why? I want to know, I just had a question. I really think it's an important question is to ask them. I do
1: too. To unmute them, why? Why, I would like to know, why are they doing this? What is their... Because of the fact that Emily questioned. They did no, not I, come but on I'm, and... No, listen. This is, re- they this came is recorded. On, they came on and began talking about their psychedelic drug that take from the pineal of the horses, and they use it to get psychedelic dreams, and they think this is just apropos, and they're really pushing their, their website, which is uh, gloryholefoundation.com, and you can go on there. You know we have many different speakers, they came on uninvited, just came on and started talking. And I know, but I, I
10: really there. did have a question for them. I really wanted to know why. I really have a question as to know why.
1: They, why did they, they choose
10: this to do this?
9: They probably are getting federal funding, of, you know, backed by no, the I pharmaceutical company. Everybody's it's all about money.
10: Opinion- I don't care to know everybody's opinion. I wanted to ask them, why did they choose this program to do this? Through? I just wanted to know what, what they don't had know. to say. I don't know. So we're not going to get to ask them because they're muted out and not. you're not going to mute?
9: No, they're not on. Did, oh. they, did they approach you guys or did you invite no. them on? No,
1: we did not invite them. Oh.
9: <laughs>
1: Ortha, is that you? Oops, wait a minute. Oh, I thought
3: they were recommended by you. Hello. Thank you. Hello. I'd really appreciate if you'd let us speak rather than being so rude as to mute us. We weren't swearing. We weren't doing anything wrong. You were the ones actually swearing at us. And I find that as a medical professional calling all the way from England, I'm here with my wife, Kendra, uh, to educate you and to give you outside side of the story. And this is how you treat us? I mean, really?
10: I I Young. did have a question, sir. You should be ashamed. And
3: all of you should uh, be ashamed.
10: Excuse me. I have a, we I have have a question. question. Uh, my question well, was: no um, normally when one we have programs, I
3: okay, Let listen, please, I will ask the request questions request. if you can please, alright, but get yourselves organized and ask them one at a time, please. Stop showing yourselves that. up, right?
1: Stop it. She is asking I guess a question. I guess shut up good. and
5: we
9: listen. Good. Just mute him and let Don't her ask good. the question, then let him answer. You ah, can't shut up.
1: Go ahead, Lola. Ask your question.
9: Uh, my
10: question was that um sounds like you have some very interesting information, and thank you for the website. And But my question is, uh, it sounds like that you were trying to take over someone else's show, and my question is, why would you not get your own show, and why do you feel it's such so important to come in here and overthrow this show? I don't quite understand that. If your information is really good, it would be sharing it and then saying, hey, go look at my website and hope you find it interesting. If you have any questions, please get back with us.
1: Thank you. Yeah. I will unmute you, doctor, and only you will see Speak, and when you are finished, someone else will speak. That is how we attempt to con- have this program. It is called politeness. Well, I would like to know did anyone actually visit our website? It doesn't
4: seem like anyone did. It seems like you guys are just saying all these things and, and playing it off as if you guys are, you know, uh, taking the high road and that we're some sort of kook doctors. Um, But you guys haven't even visited
1: our
3: website. Could you answer the question, please? Well, ma'am, before I... I will happily answer the question for you. And first of all, I apologize if you feel that I've been rude at all. But I would appreciate, before the conversation goes any further, if if you could all take a look at my website, which does contain all my credentials. And I think you'll be quite surprised about who you're actually speaking to here. Okay, you were talking about... I I actually present on the BBC, ma'am. And if you will go to my website you'll see a full rundown of my show, information cool. about me people associated with I, I suggest you do that immediately.
10: Well so, I don't do I don't have the ability to do that when I'm on the call. So you usually wonder Ann sends that stuff and then in her email after the call, the follow up
3: and then, then we go does, into
1: that. I thought I was allowed
3: to speak. I thought we were talking so, about how we don't speak over people.
1: You You're the one speaking over her.
4: Do you not have a computer? I don't understand how being on the phone, uh, you know, interferes with your ability to go onto a computer and use a website. Please. One
3: of Please. you must have a computer. One of you must have the ability to look so you can see. Why do you, you just
6: summarize
4: what's on the com. Com- on the Boy
6: website? com. <laughs> We sir. would like to take our time to look at this over the weekend. We have oh, a lot she, of she other things going on right say, now. Let her finish. And this is not what I called to do this morning. I called to talk to my friends about what we're doing. I would like to know why you're even on our call.
3: Okay. Is it okay for me to speak? Yes, Yes, yes sir. you may. I, I am within the United Kingdom of Great Britain and most of mainland Europe. I'm considered one of the leading authorities on a lot of the subjects that, which you're speaking about. And I would really appreciate if you take a look at my BBC website. It's the And you will Glorious be able to see, you will see all the information you want. So I don't understand why not one of you can just simply do that now and maybe Sir, explain to your friends. So are dealing with here, and now you're talking over again before I even finish, I, I mean,
1: apologize. Go ahead, honestly,
3: finish. Well, I was saying if one of you could just please go to gloryholefoundation.com and you tell me you, you, why I'm qualified to be doing this. I was calling to, to you know, promote, in a way, promote your show and 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 help you out a little bit. And this is you won't even look at my website. I find that incredibly I'm not, disrespectful. To be quite
5: honest,
3: very disrespectful.
10: Could you spell that for me? www.glory Is that, Say that again. Spell it out for me. www.
3: Kendra, could you spell the website for her? Maybe she can hear you nice and clear. It's uh, G-L-O-R-Y H-O-L-E and then foundation F-O-U-N-D A-T-I-O-N dot Okay, thank you.
1: Sir, one of the things that I would like to oh, say is I'm that we have rolling. speakers, and when we have speakers, I usually get their information and send it out to the people before they come on. And for you to be attacking us over the fact that we're not doing it your way is back ass word, if you want to think that's a swear word. But I usually have speakers and the speakers give us the information, the people look at the information, or don't. It's their choice. And when you come on, we're a little bit more tuned into what you're going to be talking about. You came on and started marketing a psychedelic drug from pineal uh, gland of a horse. And we're fine if that's what you're going to be doing. It's just that it got into a yelling match because of the rudeness, as Lola so well pointed out, of talking over each other. And you're confused to hear us. I just so, went to the website, and don't go to it. It's a porn site,
9: and it may harm your computer. Excuse
3: me? What?
1: Glory Hole no, Foundation. It's a scandalous. porn don't. site.
9: Don't go to Wait. it. Don't
1: go D-L-O-R-Y-H-O-L-E foundation.com Are you kidding yeah. me? It's
9: the first picture is fornication. Two humans having sex and this horrible yelling in the background. The horrible and that's a medical the doctor. <laughs> and then you try and get out of it and, you, and it's very difficult too. I had to turn off my browser.
1: So doctor, could you verify why going to a porn? Because that's what they're doing.
5: They're just trying to sell their drugs. A, they're hey, people have please,
8: slander one it. at a hey. time.
3: The, uh, doctor, your response? Ma'am, I, you must have some kind of virus or spyware on your computer. Oh, I'm right. looking at it right now and it's working perfectly fine. It's got videos and information about my Medical practice here at Oxford.
10: Okay, Somebody spell else. it again. W dot W G L O R for crying out loud. G L O R Y. G-l-o-r-y. Whole is it not W-H-O-L-E? No, it's not No, Gory Foundation. Foundation. Dot com. .com.
3: It should be a green website, and then you click enter, and you will see a photograph of me uh, and my medical practice at the uh, annual New Year's Ball last year, and you'll see some information about our address and everything. Now, what
5: is this? Somebody
9: has a site because that isn't what I saw. What? Someone has hijacked a site because that isn't
3: what I saw. Well, Well, has the other person tried it? What do you see?
10: Yes, I saw the same thing. A man, two men... Having sex together—that's what your what came up when I hit the Enter Live Live
1: website. Two men having. You need sex together. to, you need to go a... repair your website.
3: Yeah, you've got something wrong with your computer there. Do you, um, no,
1: two people. You are to out to two you 2 I'll go onto on it on
3: YouTube right now.
1: Well, you've
9: wasted your energy trying to sell it. <laughs> because you're so far. You're not impressing anybody. Zero. Yeah.
3: You can try. I have multiple websites. I have one on the BBC. It's the, the Help Desk corporate website. Would you like to try yeah. that? Which it's one? No we
1: don't Desk want to corporate. have any more viruses, that's for sure, on our people. It's,
3: I, I can assure you there's no viruses on my website. It's, an, it's a professional website hosted here in London. I thought you. Were... Yeah,
5: that's what
1: it is. That's the sound that you hear. Yes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Not really. I don't know. Well, what it's I very by
3: saying these things about my website.
1: Up, well, if there's two people that have seen the same website in two different <laughs> areas of the United States and you're hearing the sound quality, who's wrong?
8: You need well, to
1: check your website. I think we need to turn this this, down. this is absolutely... You're not telling, you know what? Violent.
10: You're not telling the truth. You are telling an absolute untruth, and you are trying to be smart about it. This is not funny. I had about five... When I opened it in my computer, it was on...
6: Fifth, is that was his wife laughing pages. in the background?
3: What? Uh, that's not coming from my end. Somebody's playing okay, weird. I could hear like a I'm sure light. they
10: are. I'm sure that somebody got into all our computers this point. morning and put and that did. on. I
1: think How you need to get
10: happen. out of it I'm so you're not getting website. more
3: viruses. Can you go to the website and tell me if it's still doing it, please? I I need to make my website you go work. Go to
1: your website. <laughs> what is I that? Don't I don't know.
9: No,
3: it's, it's not, not me, you guys. Somebody's playing a weird noise, and I heard, like, it was like a shouting noise coming down the line when you went That's to my
1: website. That's what Emily is saying is on your website. That's the sound on your website.
5: I, cool. your website. Let me just I
1: type know there in now. is the a bunch
6: of weird stuff going on right now, and I think the computer systems in America are being messed with, Okay. Because I started having problems last night, too. So, you know, it's time for us to raise our vibrations. What's that yes. ha-ha uh-huh. that we keep hearing?
9: Nah, I thought that was on your your computer. Off oh, I turned ago. my computer off a long time ago. I did, too.
10: I'm not oh. turning it back on. And I'm going to call my computer experts that I have when I get off this call and have them go through it with me and make sure oh. there's nothing
1: in my computer. So, sir, there's well, been something's happened, and it's been very detrimental. And it's all all right, something Trisha. has been.
3: Well, I'd, I'd like to, uh, I'd like to try and get this resolved, if I may. I'd like to stay on and okay, maybe work Okay, why don't you do that, that
6: and let us right. go on with our call? Somebody's, we have some other things uh, to talk about if, right uh, now. Somebody, well, I'm,
3: yeah, I'm happy to take more calls, but. Uh, yeah, I just if somebody's hijacked the website, maybe we can sort this out together because I'm really
1: wondering. No, we about don't want to solve
6: happening. it out together. We want to go on with our
1: power. I, I think oh. that you need well, to of time. We're
10: not experts in this field, so I think you need to get a hold of your <laughs> computer
1: expert. <laughs>
6: Would you block the well, line again th- and
1: th- see other. if that stops.:.: I'll everybody. I'll
8: mute everybody. everybody. Colin, can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. Okay. Clintina, can you hear me?
1: She may be away from the phone. Okay. Lola, can you hear me?
10: Yeah, I can hear
1: you. Okay. Emily, can you hear me?
8: Emily? Yeah.
1: Okay.
8: Patty? I, I
5: hear, hear you.
8: you. Yeah. Patricia? Battle. Okay. Shed. Now, I have not
1: unmuted. They have California, so he's not in England. He's in America with a cell phone. Mhm. So that's two lies. Go mm-hmm. ahead, Colin.
7: DMT is classified with cocaine and heroin by the D E A. And it has you. the same penalties. Has the same penalties. The only place you can get DMT where it's you know where you can use it is to go down to South America. And specifically the Amazon basin. Well, I don't this, is where, this is where David Icke and Michael Sar- Sarazan went and they used uh, DMT. That's where they went. They physically went down there, and they were under the supervision of the shamans of the tribe they visited.
1: And that's a very important point, because that's why, um, what is it, uh, that what they did in the uh, 60s uh, LSD, when mm-hmm. it's not under supervised care, and that's why O'Leary got kicked out of the University of Illinois, because it went haywire. And because it went haywire, many people either still trip out these years later because it goes in your tissues, mm-hmm. and it right. does not go away. That's because it's an isolate. If it was a whole herb, it would go away. It Define would be used, isolate, and then it would go Emily. away. Define isolate for us so we know what you're an talking isolate about. is
9: part of the herb that's produced in nature. So in other words they dissect all these cells and they take out what they feel is the strongest part of the herb or what have you, the part that they want to play around with and come up with some, you know, horrible the next new so-called miracle drug.
1: Mhm. Because that's what, these?
9: that's what um Dr. Morse is so against and that's why even the the um Quote unquote, holistic movement is pushing these isolate um, supplements. And they have a beneficial effect initially, but because they work so quickly or much quicker, um, you know, if you keep on using them, then you're just going to have a weakening effect afterwards. But if you take a whole herb, your body is designed; it recognizes it because it's natural, and it can use everything that is that you swallow. And it and it either your body uses the part that needs to be used, and your body, um, you know, intelligently knows how to use it and where to di- direct um, direct it so that it's you know efficiently used. And then the rest of it is just eliminated. It doesn't sit around and turn into a free radical like an isolate would. Or, you know, yeah. the same way with when you're eating dairy or complex carbohydrates or meat or, you know, cooked foods, you know, some of it is utilized, but a lot of it it just sits there and mucus is produced to protect the rest of the body, but then the mucus then you end up with an acid um and a highly acidic body and a sick body and a body can't heal in an acid condition it needs to be alkaline and herbs are alkaline whole herbs are alkaline but anything that's man made you know is not it's not good long term i mean if you people should use these um, food supplements that are man made and just be aware of what you're doing and just don't think that you can just take it on a daily basis like a daily vitamin or
1: something. And that's the misconception, isn't it? Because what people want is that magic pill, that magic shot, that magic whatever to have things go away. Right. And they if they don't, don't go away.
9: And if you're patient,
1: the herbs will
9: heal you. They really will work because there are some herbs that work better on certain parts of the body than other herbs. Some herbs mm-hmm. are um, anti-inflammatory. Other herbs are astringent. Other herbs in, some herbs just do a lot of things together. And homeopathics is another thing that's very, very safe that you can take it. It's either going to work or it's going to do nothing. And the only thing I, that it can sometimes do is have a uh, proving, which is a a worsening of symptoms, but it's just temporary and it goes away. And if and if you have that worsening of symptoms, then that means that you've chosen the right remedy because it's resonating in your body. Your body recognizes it, and so um, that's one of the things that homeopaths look for: either a, um, an immediate sort of improvement in symptoms or a worsening of symptoms means that you've chosen the right remedy. But the worsening usually goes away and then you see improvement after that. So it
1: goes to a, a kind of like a roller coaster because the body has to detox in a sense. I'm using that loosely. Or or and just, then move forward. Right. And well homeopathics is more of a vibration and a, a
9: balancing of your
1: mm-hmm. your
9: body energy. Whereas herbs actually go in and they actually go in and heal and they work deeper than the see so the homeopathics is like a natural allopathic western medicine like kind of like drugs because it just deals with the symptoms right away
5: Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. but
9: the problem with it is i think that's why you need to use both is that when you have the scary symptoms you need to take the know which homeopathic to take so you can you know start breathing again or stop the profuse diarrhea or stop the bleeding or whatever it is but then you need the herbs to go in underneath and heal what was causing those symptoms in the first place. Well, see,
1: that's a very good point, and that's actually what this uh, naturopath, I think he was, that um, um, Orpha sent us regarding um, the uh, how you actually diagnose and go into looking at how a body is diagnosed. That's why I was offended by them diagnosing our speakers because they weren't going along with the pattern because no one can diagnose by looking at you. You can see some of the points like a dragging foot or you're clutching your heart, those are external but you need to get to the root, what right. caused the action. And if they're not going to the root, they don't know what the beans they're, anybody's talking about. And that goes for me. I can't diagnose any of you. I don't know what's going well, on.
9: And that's why I, I I like Dr. Moore so much because he makes it so simple and he, he point blank says there's no such thing as diseases. It's just location, location, location everything is caused by acidosis in other words your system is so acidic that it's eating away uh your lymphatic your lymph is is eating away at the tissue in your in your body so and that's when you have your abnormal cell and that's when you get your cancer diagnosis cancer is nothing but um abnormal cells correct or damaged cells. And so um, the way to heal it, and, you know, he says location, 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 and um, that is just, he says that, you know, the medical establishment will come up with a name for a so-called disease just based on where the location, where the body is the weakest and where the cells are, you know, where the um, acidosis is the worst. And, um so that is the part of the body that you want to concentrate on. But the, in order for, for your body to heal, you have to be able to eliminate these wastes because all of our diseases are because of our inability to eliminate these acid wastes. And most of us have clear urine. We're not eliminating our cellular waste. Our bodies are made up of 100 trillion cells, and all of them eat and poop. And you know we don't realize we we are only concentrated. The me- Western medicine only talks about digestive waste. They don't talk about you know all of the uh, the cellular waste and the lymph- all the waste in the lymphatic system. And that's where most of the disease starts in the lymphatic system. And, and you hear of you know lymphomas and whatever. All the tumors there are. And when you pop a pimple, you can see about two-thirds of it is white and one-third of it is red, and the white part is the lymph. It's the mucus. And so, anyway, the name of the disease is just where the acidosis is the worst. And um, the herbs know what to do. If you know which herbs to take... Of course, you want to help your body first work on being able to eliminate all the acid waste. And that's the other thing is that your body is all connected. Um, So it's not like it's just, you know, a little encapsulated thing that once it's cut out or once it's, you know, healed that all the rest of the body is healthy. That's not true at all. Your whole body, if you have a, a diagnosis of something, your whole body is Um, acid and needs cleaning up and so that's why Dr. Morse is able to heal people and permanently heal them for so long as what he does is he teaches people how to clean up their um, bodies basically and alkalize them and in order to do that you have to get rid of all those wastes, and you have to change your diet into an alkaline forming diet not acid forming like the you know standard American diet, is. and and
1: with with what you're saying, um, it, I think it behooves us to really maybe even have a program on the actually doing doing the um, a detox and get a really good detox program going because I think. That is where so many of us, I know for myself, I just run into a blank wall. There is so much crap out there that is called for detoxing this and moving that and this other thing and that other thing. I don't know which one to take. I am totally lost. It's like the old uh, snake oil man coming to town. Get your snake oil over here. Oh, no, this is the best herbal medicine that you can ever have, you know, that kind of stuff. And I'm just, um, I think its, a, it's a, it might be a good topic for us to uh, spend some time on.
9: Well, and, you know, another um, interesting interview that I saw online that John Kohler did um, with somebody was on his um, channel OK Raw was with this guy who had polio he developed polio after um having taken the polio vaccine when he was 10 months old and he had it for um i don't know he had it for a long long time and he he said that he'd gotten to the point where he had uh, pain all throughout his body and he Mm -hmm. was on in some city and some skyscraper building and he actually (laughs) climbed to the top of the building was considering jumping off because he had um seen so many doctors and he was explaining to the doctors that he had pain all throughout his body and they told him that it wasn't normal to have pain all throughout your body and it wasn't until his father had um discovered something about uh fasting that he finally started to do fasting and he started to feel better and then he can he changed to a all raw uh food diet, and so he went from not being able to walk. his father had to carry him everywhere and sit him down to now he can run he's totally healthy the only um
5: the only leftover sign that he
9: has from his you know leftover residual from his polio is that his right knee is turned in a little bit when he walks slowly but he was able to heal himself and get rid of the polio that this vaccine had caused that he'd had in his body for uh, 20 years or, let's say, I don't know, 10 years. I guess he started the healing after, you know,
1: when he was a teenager. Well, so he was able to detox it out of himself by changing the diet. Right. Isn't that what we found that... well first first he said he did
9: a lot of water fast. He started with one day one day a week and then he went to two days and then the five days and to a whole week and then he did some two week fast fast water fast and then he did a some twenty one day water fast. And then he also gradually I guess changed over to um all raw food. Fruits and vegetables. And so it wasn't until he started to do the water fast that he um, began to have less pain in his body and he started to, you know, regenerate, uh, I guess, his body. Because he was so – oh, and he started to gain weight because he was 40 pounds underweight.
5: Oh my. And
9: when he went to school, of course, all the kids teased him and everything, so then he, he was so unhappy and he went to his mother and said um, – You know, I don't want to go to school because all the kids are these. So then they started homeschooling him after that, and so um, then so his his life turned around when he was you know started to be homeschooled, and then he started to do the water fasting. I'll send you the link to his website. It's really good. And so now what he does is he goes around telling his story, and he lives in Croatia, but he was born in California,
5: and so he has
9: these. retreats that he, he, his mother actually became a naturopathic doctor to help him to, you know, learn what to do about his condition. Wow. And so his mother, between his mother and he, and then they have somebody who's a gal who's a yoga instructor, and um, they have these retreats in at their place, in I guess they own a. A townhouse, a four hundred year old townhouse. It shows pictures of it and everything. And you go there, and they and you learn how to prepare raw vegan yummy dishes. You know, raw fruit and vegetables, and do yoga and have consultations with his mother if you want. And she does iridology readings as well. And then next summer they're going to have a cruise in the Mediterranean. Zeke and Cruz and they're all gonna be there as well. So So anyway, but it was really he he cries at the <laughs> he cries at the end of the interview that with John Kohler and John Kohler cries also because he had spinal meningitis and he almost died mm. when he was in his twenties and then he attributes his healing to um to his his new diet and everything and you know, get cleaning uh, cleaning out and everything cleansing
1: so it's an overall picture what i'm hearing is that it's not one area it's the entire body that is actually being worked on it is never one section that's why when they say oh it's your toenail no it's not my toenail why is the toe doing it what's happening to my foot what's happening to my leg why is this thing right. uh, starting to bother me? You know, it's not a one little section. That's of what the that's body. what allopaths do. That's what they do in Western medicine. They treat just
9: the part of the body. They don't look at Amen. the whole person.
1: Not at all. And you have not specialists
9: that know more and more and more about less and less until they know everything there is to know about nothing. Nothing.
1: That sounds so like my professor in, in college when he said if you're wanting to go up the ladder, you're going to learn more and more about less and less about nothing. And that is exactly the truth yep. because no way are you uh, getting value. Uh, and that I'm in school now is specific schooling. It's a skill. It's a working skill. So that is where we have to look at what is it that we really need to learn. So, uh now, thanks for that clarity on it, and I appreciate it. There's so much we can help each other with, and that's what makes us all individual.
5: Wonder, Anne?
1: Yeah, go ahead, Patty.
6: My dog's better than your dog.
1: Oh, no. He, he came
6: into my room. I heard your dog barking in the background to go out.
1: <laughs> Neo
6: came into my room, stood right by a basket that I'd just taken off the closet shelf, and lifted his little leg up in the air. And ah. I managed to quietly get them all outside with no pee-pee <laughs>
5: and no barking. <laughs> Well, she was
1: barking. I think the neighbors are having their rugs cleaned or something, and she's the local guard dog for all these four properties here. And when they do anything that's uh, strange, she's on
6: it. Oh, (laughs) that's cute. Yes. (laughs)
1: She's the doorbell for both of our houses. Neither of our doorbells work, so. Uh, so I'm glad you got him out successfully.
6: I saw him lifting his leg, and I tried not uh, to scream uh, at him.
5: What? <laughs> I said,
6: no, not in my room. Yeah,
5: please. And then as I
6: went to let them outside, there were a couple little poop spots, and I cleaned those up. They were warm, so he was telling me he had to go outside. <laughs>
1: Life goes on no matter what we talk about. Life Mm -hmm. will go on.
6: (laughs) And I think Elaine's on our call. She called me,
5: too. She's she's
1: on. Yeah, Elaine's on. She's unmuted, Elaine. Go ahead, honey. Good morning.
5: Good morning. (laughs)
11: Good morning. I don't really have anything to say, except I will tell you guys... Um, about a fear situation I had, I I tried to... My son is autistic. And I tried to use... Uh, and because of an incident that happened, he had to be put on behavioral medication uh, out of that. And I know that maybe a lot of you are all kinds of red flags are going up. But I had my son literally biting hooks of his hands out. And his hands were just bandaged up all over. It was really awful. And it was because he had been um, assaulted by a teacher, and so he started injuring himself. And the behaviors escalated. So what happened is I, 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 you know, they were giving me Ativan and all these different drugs. They were helping. I mean, he wasn't bleeding, and the wounds were starting to heal. But I didn't feel comfortable with the and all the drugs and narcotics. So I researched and tried to get him on something that was holistic. And then I put together a blog on it, and my blog is down now. But I I can't remember everything that I used, but I have to tell you that my son had a major breakdown after... um, you know, using these homeopathic medicines. And I think that it was just because I didn't have uh, a doctor helping me, you know, a homeopathic doctor helping me I Was it
9: homeopathic or holistic?
11: Well, just herbs, so whatever that is. But I was just using, um, you know, vitamin, nutrient, herbs.
9: Right. So that's not homeopathic. That's naturopathic okay. or just herbs.
11: So that's people use I'm,
9: homeopathic and don't know what it means, but homeopathic refers to a very, very narrow uh, like cures like and they it's an energy um approach, not a herbal not a food approach like herbs. Well,
11: well I was using the herbs. Yeah. And um basically uh he uh he started having uh, heart palpitations, uh His heart was beating so fast that I could feel it outside of his body. I could see his chest pounding, and he just emotional breakdown uh because of it. So you know, I wish there was more support out there for people uh and I wish the support that was out there was affordable because uh that seems to be the limit lack of knowledge and lack of funding. Well, there's a
5: really, there's a
9: really, really good book that any everybody can get. It's like a Bible of naturopathic medicine, and it's called Healthy Healing. And it used to be in every, uh, it probably still is in every health food store throughout the country, beginning back in the 1970s, and it's by Dr. Linda Page, and it's an A to Z reference of any Illness that you might get, and what to do, um, supplements that you can take, uh, reflexology approaches, massage, different things that you can do to make it better. And it goes into you know very serious things like cancer. It also talks about detoxing and cleansing. And what
11: is the diet. I'll write it down and look it up. Oh, it it's down?
9: one book, and she's got a website also by the same name, healthyhealing.com. And I have uh, two oh. of, two versions. I have an older book, which I actually like better than the newer one, but um, it's a really great place to start to at least read through what she, what she suggests and take what resonates, you know, do what resonates with you and you're not going to be steered wrong. It's not going to harm you. Yeah. No. And you can start well, just with that and then um homeopathy is a whole different ball game. That's actually something that if you had done homeopathy, you might not have had the any reactions, but
6: no, well, this is um, a case that we don't. He's 25 years old now and You know, there's been a lot of stuff that's happened. So basically trying to help her get what help she can for him. Now that she's moved to New Mexico, they are telling her he should be put in a group home. And that is beyond consideration. Well, if this
9: guy, if this other guy that I was telling you about um, got rid of polio after so many years of living with it, um, it sounds to me, like fasting wouldn't help her son. I mean, would help, would help, uh, or wouldn't wouldn't be a bad thing to do, and it would help a lot if he just did that. Even
5: oh. water uh-huh. fasting,
9: you know, one day a week, or even just juice fasting, and then going to water
11: fasting. Well, that's why I was feeling like I needed more of a uh, help guidance, you know, from a medical professional. The well, medical
9: profession isn't gonna help. If you keep going to medical doctors, they're just gonna keep suggesting the same old thing and they're only gonna be surface level treatments and they're gonna end up you're gonna end up with nasty long term side effects after the treatments, you know, after the whatever the symptoms that they're alleviating go away. And once you stop taking them, you you're gonna have worse symptoms than you started out with before you went to the medical doctor. So
5: you really want to avoid
9: going to medical doctors except as a last resort. Um, but you can't go wrong with fasting. I mean, fasting is in the Bible. and um, well, You I also can't to, go wrong with eating raw fruits and raw vegetables that are organic.
5: Okay.
9: And then if you have a guide, a good herbal guide, you can use the herbs and you can use homeopathics. As well,
11: well, um, I do hear you. I have a, my son's blood sugar and issues. I mean there's just a lot of autism. The body doesn't work right. The synapsis is wrong. The messages aren't sent right. The body's not functioning in a normal fashion. so when I used the herbal uh, you know concoction. And I and I, I was really hoping he was square. Uh, it didn't work right with his autism because the synapses, the brain, the body functioning, everything is wrong, off, off, skew. So that's why I said uh, a medical professional. It's hard to find a medical professional that understands you know natural healing. So, so, so do you,
9: is his condition as a result of vaccinations? Do you think?
11: Well, it's a an accumulation. Yeah. He uh, after he had his MMR, he stopped talking and started having grand mal seizures. But he yeah, was, this uh, this
9: guy started out with seizures seizures too when he was really young. He had seizures, and he he before he was ten months, he was he was before he had the vaccine, he was walking almost normally, and then right after the vaccine, he started to have trouble walking, and he started to go downhill.
11: Ray too. He was talking and walking, and yeah. After after that, it just all stopped. But Ray had uh, congenital hydrocephaly. So, so
9: any, so the thing is that I think this website would really help your son a lot if he did some of these things because this guy lived through polio, and you know what your son has is probably you. You can read through the symptoms and what he went through. He had seizures. He had, um, you know, all sorts of. Really debilitating symptoms, um, yeah. and he and he didn't. And there was a long time when his parents didn't know what to do, so they just, you know, they just kept kept going to regular medical doctors and kept getting the same advice. Nothing different. I mean, this is what. See, people have to realize that there are two types of doctors. There are allopathic doctors. Allopaths are what medical doctors are. They only learn about treating symptoms they know nothing about health their um, medical schools are all designed to support the pharmaceutical industry so they learn how to use all the different drugs and that's it they don't learn anything about how uh, about diet about health um, you have to know enough to want to specialize in that and then if you're going to do that then you go to um, medical school, and you learn to be a naturopathic doctor, and that's where you learn about underlying causes of disease. And you learn about diet, and you learn about health, and you learn about cleansing, and you learn about restore, reversing so-called diseases. And, um, but people, Americans, your average person doesn't realize that there are these two kinds of doctors. They keep going to medical doctors and hitting their head against the wall and expecting
11: different results. Um, Well, in that regard, um, when Ray was uh, very young, I uh, continually advocated for him and and kept saying, no, there's something wrong, there's something wrong, this is wrong, that's wrong. Finally, I had to go to um, sit on the medical board panel They took me up to some uh, big, high penthouse office building and put me in a room with a bunch of suits and people in white coats. And there were medical doctors. And I had to sit in front of a microphone and give testimony. So I basically did, and they ended up uh, saying, "Well, he he has so many conditions, you need um, a medical coordinator to work with you." Uh
1: See, see the thing is, it's like speaking great. Let her finish, or uh, Emily, let her finish. Go ahead. Well, basically, basically, uh,
11: they Mm -hmm. said, yes, he's a very complicated case, and we should have followed up better and helped you with the orthopedic and neurological and all that. And then when I went back to get that going, the uh, director of Kaiser Healthcare called me into his office and said, well, you failed to follow through with coordination of care, so I went to a different medical group, and um, and basically pushed again, and got MRIs and everything—a full medical workup on Ray. And found out that, that he had scoliosis. Yeah, I have scoliosis, or
9: minor.
1: I have scoliosis
9: too.
1: It's yeah, just the, the body, the the bones. And then yeah. scoliosis
9: can be healed with herbs also and well, that, your body uh, can regenerate.
1: Well, I got something can... on that. I'll send you um Elaine.
6: I haven't sent you her email address. Can I call I you? Need... I, I will. I'll call you. Right I have to call. I am okay. so sad.
9: But again, just going all I understand what you're talking about and you're going to you know, medical doctors after medical doctors after medical doctors, but they just don't Understand? They don't. They weren't trained
6: and now, in how
9: to heal people. That's the finished. whole thing. That's you, that's why people need to understand. You only go to medical doctors for acute life or death situations, like a Broken major leg. accident. Mm-hmm. Even I I there there's some examples where people have even healed at least bad sprains without going to an emergency room. But uh, with with herbs and with you know um, external and internal applications of herbs and diet and rest and um,
11: well, I so. agree with all that. But I do have to say that after years of dealing with medical people and and doing all of this and that and this and that, I finally did get to a specialist who put Ray in some of the finest uh, technological uh, equipment as far as uh, uh bone scans and MRIs and CTs and, and basically what we found out is that raised scoliosis in uh in the between the mid shoulders uh or actually I'm sorry, he has kyphosis between his shoulders, which is hump back, hunchback, and that is uh, fused and arthritic and then he has uh at the lower spine scoliosis. And that is just starting to get fused. And what they told me was, um, geez, you know, he really needs back surgery, but with autism, he'd have to stay still, so it's too risky. We can't do it. The best you can hope for is uh, to have some physical therapy, some stretching exercises, and hope that the arthritis fuses his spine because that's what we would do. And, um, And that way he can have this done without surgery. A surgery
9: isn't needed, really, for the that for that kind of thing. It's just not needed. The body can heal itself, and um, I think that your son could really, really benefit from
5: doing what this guy
9: did, who had polio, because it sounds like your son's condition was contracted after being vaccinated.
11: Yeah, it was pretty much uh, his current diagnosis is. Non-communicating hydrocephaly, autism, seizure disorder, mild TP, scoliosis, and kyphosis. So yay! I just need to heal it all. <laughs> but the body will can heal
9: that, itself. Don't go. Don't keep wasting your money and time going to medical doctors. They've all, they all learned the same thing.
6: One one thing she didn't share with you too is she's moved from California to to New Mexico, and in New Mexico. The doctors are really stupid, and the system is really slow, and so it's it's you know it, that part of it switching over has been a nightmare for her. Plus, her mother died, and she's going through all kinds of hellfire and brimstone <laughs> right now. <laughs>
9: how far is how far away from um, Arizona is she, or are you?
11: Oh, about uh,
1: three hours. I've I've got something I can send you, Elaine, the one Patty gives me, your email. And it is a way... There was a gentleman in Italy who has a lot... He doesn't have the autism, but his body was going through all of the things that you've just mentioned. And Mm -hmm. uh, I will send you the book because... So much again, what Emily is explaining is the fact that we have to be our own doctors, and we have to know where to go with our bodies because of becoming your own doctor uh, and and because of their education and are not being taught and so what is important for you to get for the value you 're needing is to look at outside reference that might give you a better picture for your son because the anger he's going through is not going to be controlled by by pills if he's been raped then that's a whole another psychological problem if he's been abused by the medical field that's another whole psychological problem and that is part of this health and wellness program that we get into all of those ramifications so um, let us send, I'll send you this book uh, by email. It is a PDF, and you can download it. And uh, I'll give you the website for it, because it, I'm going to do it on my own body because of my scoliosis and my osteoporosis, because I'm becoming hunchbacked. That's why I'm bringing it up. The body is... Moving in a direction that is not okay. Just, just out of curiosity, what's
11: mm-hmm. your son's diet like? One thing I can track is uh there are some exercises, and and you can see exactly how to do them on YouTube, and they're called Williams exercises, and that's for uh, for hunchback or or what's your what's your son's diet like? He well, eat? he eats uh, fairly well. I can't afford organic food, but he has, uh, like we have roasted chicken, baked potatoes, vegetables, broccoli. Well, he, he eats yeah, well.
9: Those are all cooked foods and meat. I bet you if he just stopped eating the meat and and ate, does he, do you ever eat salads?
11: Yeah, we have jobs with it all the time. When Ray was little, uh he wouldn't eat anything but new, uh, noodles. What is what does he
9: have for breakfast?
11: Well very today's having uh, scrambled eggs with him. Now what
9: you what I would do if he were my son is I would just switch him to um have the whole family have nothing but fruit for breakfast. Lemon water or Juice that you freshly make, or uh, cut up oranges, or cut up grapefruit, or um, any fruit that he likes, and watermelon, and only have fruit just for breakfast. Never again have any of the eggs, bacon, cereal, toast, muffins. Don't have that for a long, long time, and see, and then try and do that for lunch too. And then at dinner, have a have some cooked food if you want. And see if you don't see a remarkable change in just doing that, or at least some change, just doing that. And also mm-hmm. cut out sodas. Don't have any sodas in the house, diet or otherwise. They're highly acidic.
1: And they also are full of uh, aspartame, which is a poison to your body, which right. is... It leaches all the bone marrow out of your out of your bones, I mean it's disastrous, but if you well, just
9: did that, I thought you'd see huge positive changes, and then well, also I would support his adrenal glands and his kidneys if you can find an herbal formula just for adrenals, um which is for energy, and the adrenal glands are. Sort of the orchestra of the entire all the body parts. So if you support that with a good herbal, look for a whole herbal formula for the for the adrenals and the kidneys. I mean, um, dandelion, any, any formula, kidney formula, or just check his urine. His, his urine his urine should be cloudy. You want to look for white particles in his urine. And that means that he's able to get rid of um, the acid waste. Because what's causing all of his, his problems is that he's, his body is backed up with those acid wastes. I bet you he has clear urine. And so, but I think just by not continuing to put in his body all those cooked foods and, you know, eggs really are binding, they cause constipation. Does he have regular bowel movements?
11: Yes, every every day. Every day, twice a day.
9: Okay, you might have um, actually, an opposite
11: of... Well, the thing is with his autism, it's a really it's like a balancing on a higher wire. Yes, you need nutrients, you need good healthy diet, but at the same time, I I mean, getting him to eat was a chore. And now I I've been able to introduce a variety of fruit. He does have fresh fruit. I'm not seeing his diet as one hundred percent. But we all
9: but we we all think that our a healthy diet is you know everything in moderation and cooked foods are fine. And it's not. We've all been taught wrong. It's a big lie that that's healthy or healthful. <laughs> We really need the more raw, the better. Our our digestive tracts are 98 percent identical to primates, and if we ate like they did, you know they don't have all the chronic and degenerative diseases like we do. If we ate like they did, and and you only have to look at gorillas to see that, you know people people we've been so brainwashed to think that we need protein from meat and protein a virus is a protein. We've got all the proteins that we need, which are not that much, from raw fruits and raw vegetables. Mm-hmm. And that's what we should be eating. That's what your son needs to be eating. Um, and I know, you know, it's going to be hard because he probably likes the taste of all the cooked foods and everything. But the more that you can introduce the raw foods and the, the good news is that your body will start to gravitate towards the raw foods and won't want the cooked foods anymore and won't want the heaviness because the uh, raw foods are so energ- energizing and um, they just make you that's feel true. lighter and give you more energy. So,
11: Well, that's true. I, uh, I know there's probably work there. I balance health between behavior, um, giving him a, a good food, it's healthy um uh, you know sometimes uh you know I mean,
9: but the reason they call it breakfast is you're breaking the fast from the night before, so the worst thing you want to do is have a heavy meal the it's a it's you know they say that breakfast is the most important of the me- important meal of the day because of that fast its it, We've we've all been brainwashed to think that, oh, we have to pile on the food for breakfast. But really, we're breaking a fast, so we need to go slowly and not have a whole bunch of heavy food. And that's why fruit is so good for breakfast. Just fruit, nothing else.
11: And water. It's funny, I just had a doctor tell me that... you know, Raymond would get up in the morning and be aggressive to me, and himself. And and I'm thinking, okay, well, he had a, a good uh, meal at night, and he's had a protein drink. He has uh, a protein drink a day, and he gets supplements and all this. He's 6'4 and weighs 180 pounds. And, um, and so what the doctor told me is that he does not have in the morning after, you know, the fast of the night, he doesn't have enough protein in his blood sugar to, um, you know, cause him to be normal, so to speak. So he gets up deficient and irritated and aggravated. So I was actually told to give him a bigger uh, breakfast and make sure that I have protein. No,
9: protein is the worst thing. Protein is is, exacerbates, worsens cancer. Dr. Morse talks about it all the time. Uh, we don't, again, look at gorillas. Gorillas don't get any protein. They don't have protein drinks. They eat only fruit, yeah. mostly fruit.
11: Yeah.
9: And they're huge and strong. And look at even a cow. A cow only eats grass. A cow is tremendous. And bulls. So, But the thing is, you're getting that information from people that don't know what they're talking about. They're medical doctors. They're only trained in Western medicine, allopathic medicine. They don't know anything about health.
12: This is we great might, information.
6: We might be able to fake him out with um, vegan burgers, you know. He might think they're Yeah, meaningful. I
9: mean, you could start that way. Just start doing whatever you can, but the protein... Protein is actually, and all the meat that we eat, is probably why there's so many wars going on. Dr. Moore says that it, it makes people more aggressive. It makes them mad. Um, it makes them anxious. And, you know, when you think about the way um, beef is slaughtered and all the stress that the animal goes through, you're ingesting all of that when you yeah. eat a hamburger. And, um, but... You look at uh, societies where people are just eating plant-based food. They're much more relaxed. They don't have any stress. They live a long, you know, long, healthful life. They don't, there are no diseases. And, you know, where we're hearing that we need protein is from medical doctors and from big food. You know, milk, it does the body good. That's the biggest crock that there ever was. Amen. They just want to sell dairy products to us. And well,
11: Ray, uh, Ray hasn't been, been on dairy uh, for three years, and uh, and I do buy him veggie burgers. Um, I'm trying to balance it out between his wants and his needs so that I don't have to self-injurious behavior. I do think there's more that I need to learn. So well, I, pro- it,
9: I hope he's not getting... Spanish. I just wanted to add, I hope he's not getting in his protein drinks a protein from whey. At
11: no, we- he's not. He's not getting whey protein. I know about oh, good. that. Uh, he's getting plant-based protein. And, um, you know, it's not whey. It's not soy. Uh, it's a good drink, actually. And it has what if, other nutrients. In it. What but about I veggie uh,
12: protein? Sorry.
11: No, I, Is I veggie I the problem with the veggie, I do I buy the Morning Star burgers and sausage patties that are vegetarian. And uh and he will eat those. It's a part of it is discipline on my part and part of it is money. Those things are so bloody expensive and he eats like a horse. I mean I spend uh about a hundred dollars a week on food for him.
5: Well,
9: if you switch, you know, you could give him a fraction of the amount of meat. Look at the Japanese. They only eat very, very tiny amounts of meat and all the rest vegetables and, um, you know, lots of fruit. And yeah. they don't, you know, so you don't need to shovel in the meat. We, You know, all Americans eat way, 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 way too much meat. And meat is expensive. Vegetables, If if it was a money thing, then if you just... You think of how much money you spend on meat all that could be spent on buying uh, fresh vegetables and even organic vegetables because even the most expensive organic I could go buy yeah. raspberries um, or blackberries and when they're at their most expensive they're still less than um, than you know grass fed beef for my cats I mean, if I compare what I have to spend for my cats is more than what I spend on myself way more because I have to buy them meat because they're obligate carnivores
11: but uh, I agree with what you're saying I uh, I think that uh, I'm doing pretty darn good I, I'm not doing 100% I could learn more but I do uh, Ray eats uh, meat meat probably twice a week and then uh, the rest of the week uh, we have You know, the soy and and the vegetables. And last week I introduced him to fresh cut fruit. And he really likes that. So that kind of, and he also likes kale salad. So I started um, giving him kale salad. So it's slowly going that way. But it's all hearsay because they don't really have any information. So once I look at your websites and stuff, I'm sure I'll be able to learn more.
9: Yeah, because, I mean, for a meat substitute, you could use portobello mushrooms, eggplants, and there are certain, you know, recipes that you can do to, um, you know, just ease him into a more vegan lifestyle and then even transition him from there to raw. And I think that you're going to find that he does much, 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 much better. Is he taking any medications now?
11: Yeah, he does. He takes uh, let's <clears> see, <throat> he takes seizure medication. Uh, oh, 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 he takes the uh, Ativan. Uh, oh, uh, oh. Cause yeah. He, 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 he do, takes about uh, three medication.
9: I would want to do a at least do a telephone appointment with a naturopathic doctor and see how you can ease him off those medications because that's probably. I would even research myself. Just go online and research the side effects of those medications.
11: Well, that's what I did, and that's why I tried to put him on uh, the homeopathic alternative, and he had a major breakdown. So that's what I'm saying. Find the homeopathic doctor. I mean, naturop- I mean naturopathic. Whatever, yeah. But finding that kind of doctor is really hard. And so I've I've tried to educate myself. Well, when I when I did that and and put Ray on, I gradually and I, I told this doctor what I was doing, but I gradually weaned him off uh, the behavioral medication, and um, and I didn't take him off the seizure medication because I don't want a six foot four boy having a grand mal seizure. <laughs> but the thing is, is. Uh, you know, I was able to do the weaning and the introduction of the holistic uh, vitamins and minerals and nutrients, and it worked fine until we got to the end of the cutoff, where there was no more behavioral meds, and he literally uh, had a nervous breakdown, and um, and had it, I, I he could have I could have killed him. Uh, he he almost lost consciousness. His heart was beating so fast. He was red and purple. Uh, it was frightening for me. And so, you know, what I've done, in it, you know, I gradually put him back on those those medications and and weaned out the stuff that I was giving him holistically. But it really was a wake-up call for me. There's a lot of information out there. A lot of it is good. For the past 35 years, I've eaten one meal a day and I don't eat meat. And I am healthy. I am very healthy. And um, I drink uh, water. I I just don't, you know, I'm just not an eater. And uh, I could go all day without eating. I just make myself eat now at this point because I know I need to put food in my body. But, um, you know, I I have to be careful. I almost killed my son. (laughs) And so needing to find guidance is important. I just wish that all these naturalistic health doctors uh, weren't so bloody expensive, you know, because it's great to have information, but if you're selling it at a price that people can't afford, what's the point, you know? Yeah, or well, Obamacare
6: won't part... pay for natural medicines, and that makes me mad, too.
5: Yeah.
11: You know, they'll all.
6: pay thousands and thousands of dollars to radiate me, but will they buy me a bottle of vitamins? Nope.
1: And, and yeah. you know what? Uh, we had a fella here in Spartanburg he, he, he almost had a complete heat stroke uh, because he's a tree man and he was out in our 90-degree weather and he wasn't drinking enough water or going into shelter or anything, uh, you know, coolness. And he went and got, uh, he found out that he was almost going to have heat stroke and pass out. And they, they suggested that his electrolytes were down. So he went and got some vitamins. They re- then did research on over-the-counter vitamins, and they're full of poison. Yeah, it's they're the isolates. It's because they're isolates. They're not whole herbs as grown in nature. And that's, that's deadly. So, I mean, he's, he's very much tuned into we've got to do something different than what they're saying to do. And so it got his attention, and that was good. And uh, Elaine, it's good you've got this attention and, and, and you're helping us learn more about it also. And thank you, Elaine, for taking the time to walk all of us through what you're doing with Elaine because it's part of what we're here for, to help each other to learn and grow. I just wanted I to appreciate ask her. That. I
9: wanted to ask her, um, are you do you are you happy with the medical doctor he has? Is, is he a nice guy? Would he be um amenable to you helping him we you know, weed your son off gradually, you know, getting him off his medications if you also were working with a naturopathic doctor? Who was well,
11: relocated and it's been a challenging move. Um but I do have a very supportive doctor uh, where I live in New Mexico is kind of a holistic health capital kind of mindset, um, but I have been so busy getting settled and getting things arranged and dealing with family issues that you know the best I could do is pick a good doctor. Uh, I do have uh, another doctor I'm going to call who is more specialized uh, in autism. And I don't know if that person specializes in holistic health, but at least they know about autism, which is much better than the norm. But see,
9: again, it's not a disease. You're separating all these different things. It's The underlying cause of all of your son's problems is the same thing. It's acid damage. They're all related. His body is all connected. And the lymphatic system, is what it's doing is it's breaking down his nerves, and that's, you know, in his head. He's got to work on his head. He's got to clear out his head. So that means berries. That means, you know, healing the blood
11: vessels. But just an interesting fact about autism. Um, When you are an infant and you're not autistic, Mm -hmm. you're just an infant, um, we have little fibers that are in our brain called synapses. And that is is what, uh, you know, transmits bodily function information to the bane, brain and body. Right.
9: Brain health. Basically, basically
11: um, what it is, is in the autistic brain of an infant, there is 500 more synapses clinical than in the average brain. And there's not that they actually wear against each other. They wear off the shield on the synapses and cause bodily short functioning or short
9: The reason they're not working is due to acid damage. And so in order to heal them, you have to get rid of the acid and replace it with an alkaline uh, medium so that they can regenerate. And the way that you do that is by eating an alkaline-producing diet. Proteins yeah. are acid-producing. Right. And cooked foods are acid-producing. So, you know, medical doctors are great at making everything sound so complicated and mysterious and everything, but the body's all connected. And the underlying cause of all of these things, when they say, you know, this part of the body isn't working because of X, Y, and Z, and X minus, <laughs> you know, to the nth degree or whatever, making it totally confusing and... It's all due to acid damage, and same with scoliosis. scoliosis. And the only way that your body is going to heal itself is if you first allow create an environment where the body can heal it, which has to be alkaline. As long as it stays acid, it's not going to heal. And so you know, medical doctors don't understand healing because they say that diet has nothing to do with our health. No. And all you have to do is go to them for the latest drug and they'll take care of it.
7: Yeah, that's a lie.
9: But they, but all the drug does is address the symptoms, plus it creates nasty long-term side effects so that when you go try and go off the drug, you have your body flips out and is even worse than it was when it, you, you know, so... Drugs are fine for short-term, you know, to stabilize a situation where you have, you know, again, a half hour left to live or something, or just been a terrible, terrible accident. But then you need to go right away, run to a naturopath who can help with the healing process, which is totally different from what medical doctors know anything about. They're totally clueless. And people should not go to medical doctors for chronic and degenerative so-called diseases. They're just going to get freaked out. They're going to be told they have X number of months or years left to live, which no medical doctor can tell you that. You should never, ever own any diagnosis that a medical doctor gives you. Half the time, they're not even right. And and, and, and and half <laughs> yeah. of half of the treatments that they give you, including surgeries, are going to mess up your body even more.
6: But you listen, I want to ask it. you a question: If this is a result of him having the vaccination, and he was one of the children that it hit hardest of all, you know, some kids don't have it to that degree. I think vaccinations are what caused part of my problems. And but yet it's not even Asperger's; it's close to it though. So what? So what? Um, you're saying is we can reverse the damage yes. from the vaccines too? Yes, that's,
5: that's well, what we, this, what this
9: this guy with polio wow. did, and a lot of people have done that.
5: Well, hey, t- go ahead.
9: Well, I'm going to also send Wonder in a really really revealing. Um, Article. That's it's. It's a really long article, but it shows um, the relationship between the pharmaceutical industry, the Centers for Disease Control.
5: um You know, Bill and Linda
9: Gates and vaccines and um, vactruth.com, which is you know supposedly a. It's a, it's a website that that how it's vaccines and says how safe they are, but it turns out that the Centers for Disease Control, since day one, has been covering up the fact that these vaccines that they're giving to people, to babies and kids, and they want to start forcing them on adults, and the flu vaccine certainly Uh is given to adults, um, just causes the very same disease that you're supposedly being protected against, and what they do
1: is they just change the name of the disease. Right. I think I sent that on, Emily, because you sent it No, that I to haven't. Me.
9: No, I just discovered it. Oh, I it's discovered a different it this one. week when I was trying to find, you know, <laughs> trying to help my cat. But um, but it's, it's really, one, really, okay. it, it, it shows a flow chart, and actually, it's also part, also in bed with, with all of those. Um, Parties that I mentioned is Emory University. Oh, yes. So, yeah. so you've got I Emory University, you've got Senators uh, Center for Disease uh, Control, you have um, Bill and Melinda Gates, you have Vactruth, and you have all these other similar organizations, and they're all in bed together.
5: Mm-hmm. And they're
9: all, you know, wanting to keep the vaccine, um, keep pushing the vaccines on everybody.
11: Well, can I ask you guys a a question? Um, This is just my real-life situation. Um, So you're sitting in front of your son, and uh, all of a sudden, for no reason, he screams and starts to bite him. Next thing you know, you're seeing blood gushing between his teeth. And so you try to uh, grab his hand to take his hand out of his mouth, and he... Bite off a hunk of flesh, and, and then, I mean a hunk of flesh, and then goes at it again. So you are grabbing him to stop him from doing that, and he tries to bite you. So all you can do is either restrain him or let him bite himself bloody. So if a doctor came to you, and you went to the doctor's office, you went to ER, and there's blood everywhere, and you're bruised up and your son is bruised up and bleeding and still biting himself. Uh, and the doctor says, let me give him this. And it immediately stops him from biting and bleeding. Wouldn't you take it? Doesn't mean that it's no, the right thing. Because
9: you haven't done everything you can do. There, there is such a thing as homeopathics, which you didn't try because you just didn't know the, the meaning of the word. But real homeopathics... Would immediately address his that aggression in him, and it would change his whole um, mental state, and it would relax him, and it would balance everything in his body, and that's the yeah, kind
11: I'm of thing. Me. Okay, I just have to say, um, my feeling. I had a lady call me up yesterday and told me, "You're not doing everything you should do for your son." And I told her, do you know that for 30 years I haven't lived, my whole life has been given to my son and to fighting doctors and doing this and doing that and doing this and doing that and doing this.
9: Well, I'm not saying Mm -hmm. that you, I'm just saying that there
11: are other...
1: Emily, let her finish.
11: Thank you. But I've just gotten to a point now where, uh, you know, I feel like I'm just withdrawing from everybody and everything because. You know, it's the best I can do is give my son peace and calm, and um, and so I, I have to take it a step at a time. Nothing's going to happen overnight. And, well, I'm just um,
9: trying to offer some good news, and that is that there are other things that you haven't tried, and homeopathics, true homeopathics, is one of them, and that would probably just do wonders. For your son initially, for at least the um, symptoms, and make him feel better initially, uh, while he's, you know, going on changing a, you know, changing his lifestyle and starting to eat more healthfully, and um, doing what this guy who got over his polio did, and who well, also had seizures and
1: everything like what your son has. And may I bring up something? Uh, I'm sorry, Emily. Are you through? Yes. Yeah. Uh, let let us, uh, this is not a night digression, but we have lost, I think, eight doctors in the last month or month and a half who have diagnosed the fact that in the vaccines is the, and I'm going to call it MCGASO, it's got all these initials on it, but it is Absolutely. an anti-thing which prevents autism, and they have, had tracked it down. And because they tracked it down, they have been deceased because the the pharmaceutical company does not want anyone to know that it is really them that are causing the autism, which is what we've all suspected. Your son is a perfect example of that. Um, uh, crime that's been done, what is, uh, is, is important is that as you do things, take one thing away at a time. No rush. He's gotten to 25 years because of your wonderful, honest, uh, continued love to make him get where he is. And that is credible. And, uh, I, and these doctors that have been murdered have the serum. There's doctors that have the serum that can counter the autism. We now have to find them because they've all gone way below the radar because their lives are threatened. And I've been they,
6: sending her stuff about this. And the GCMAF. There We've it been, is. She and I have been talking about it for a couple of weeks
5: now.
1: And we need to find a doctor because those doctors understand what caused the the autism. But it's not a magic That's, bullet, though. It is not a magic bullet, but it may stop the anti from working, so that the boy can. That's what I'm saying. Restore. Right, that's what I'm restore.
9: saying. That's what I'm saying the homeopathics can do, the true homeopathics.
1: Well, and see, there's something in what these uh, pediatricians are, have done to stop the anti, whatever Patty said in initials, and, and, and then the body can do the healing. See, the body can't do the healing while it's having this anti, which keeps growing. Well, they, they, it's the acid damage that is why the body can't do the
9: healing
6: wait this goes a lot deeper than that okay and what we're trying to do also is to get them to stop giving vaccinations today not when we play around with this this will help all of us you're you're it's going deeper than you're realizing emily
9: well, I hope what I send out can go viral because a lot more people than just us have to wake up. This is going to stop.
12: You're absolutely
6: That's
12: right. right. Yeah. Hello. Hello, you guys. Uh, I'm looking at wired.com.uk and it's kind of a hate article on this homeopathic... Uh, um, and I thought be, I'd present that just as an adversarial position t- today. As you know, I'm pretty much with you guys you know, uh, uh, and I support... Uh, you know the golden thoughts, and so therefore, um, I thought I would just kind of kind of let you guys know that they're trying to say that, of course, their last line of this is to let's see here uh, to the cons- to the consumer leave sugar pills in the 19th century where they belong. Um, the homeopathic uh remedies that you're discussing today are they are they similar to the homeopathic uh uh talked about in, in this in this article which is ultimately um which is titled uh let's see, it's, it's titled Homeopathic Remedies Recalled for containing real medicine uh like penicillin and stuff like that. Um and because Was some people like were losing example? their sense of smell Yeah they were saying that some people were losing their sense of smell. Zycam uh, let's see. Which
9: is worse, you. lo- losing your sense of smell, even if it happened, I don't believe that it happened, or being killed by following your medical doctor's advice? Because one yeah, percent of the population every single year dies following their medical doctor's advice, taking these oh, drugs, doing, um, you know, having unnecessary diagnostic <laughs> procedures. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, again, the drug interactions, not even mistakes, mistakes, you know, not even botched surgeries. That that doesn't even really enter into it. But, um, you know, and the other thing to think about is if the vaccinations were so healthful, why do the pharmaceutical companies need uh, help from Congress to uh, make them immune from lawsuits? Amen. Which is what they all are now, thanks to the Patriot Act and thanks to the TPP and TPA. Well, You know, we can't, We there's no recourse.
1: There's
5: no
1: recourse. Who, who is what happened is. in the 80s, from the 80s on. Colin
6: has been trying Colin to say wants something. wants to get
7: in here. Go ahead, Colin. Okay, Patricia. Uh, you brought up the one point. Uh about the doctor the eight doctors?
5: Mm-hmm. Okay.
7: What is in ah. the vaccines that's causing me autism.
9: It's the Marisol. Yeah.
7: No, that's that's a it's very small else. part of it. No, it's the main else. part of it is it's actually a chemical warfare agent. Mm. Mm. And mm. what what these doctors, these murdered doctors have found is they found a uh, a naturally occurring substance that your body makes Mm -hmm. that uh, neutralizes it. Right. And Okay, the Mm. first doctor that was found dead Mm. was found floating in a river Mm -hmm. in the vicinity of the Tennessee, North, and South Carolina borders. And Mm -hmm. he was gunshot wounds to the chest. Mm. And three days before that, his practice was raided. All his equipment was seized. Mm. 15,000 doses of the medication was seized. And all his records were taken, and then these other doctors started dying.
1: Yeah, and there, there have been they three did. of them that are dead down in Florida. Two were yep. missing in their car in Mexico right. going to a conference about it. So there's a lot mm-hmm. of murders going on around
7: yes. this. Okay. And uh, another thing that came up, okay, I saw this. The gentleman came up with it, okay, he had diabetes, type 2. And, uh, he was about to lose his legs. It was about to, to be an amputation. And a friend of his from college visited him. And when they, then, you know, it came down to this. And it turns out that his friend had had type 2 diabetes, and he was facing ampute, multiple amputations, legs and an arm. And, uh, he said, no, I'll so he did this, and he tried, and he came up with something. And the guy cured diabetes, so he told his he told his buddy about it, and his, he did it. And uh, it's been published; it's on a website. The last time I checked, it was still there. That uh, basically, there's a three part treatment. The first one, you go to a, a temporary diet that kick starts the islets Langerhans in the pancreas to produce insulin. The second part. Is uh, if I remember right, is also a, a, a uh, more of a more of a, more another di- diet change that has a uh, this tendency is, to. Uh,
9: this uh, is Doctor Cousins, right? Doctor Cousins' program.
7: I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't <laughs> know. Uh, there was no doctor on this. These were two diabetic patients, and they're spreading the word. They beat. They beat diabetes, type two diabetes.
1: Yeah. There's a. There's here, a. <laughs> There's a let him
7: finish. Yeah, let him finish. Go ahead. They are okay. I'll send the website to. Well, I'll send the website to Patricia. She can send it out to you, and then you look at it or not as you wish. But uh, normally, someone like that, you know, who had something like this, would try to sell it for thousands of dollars. Well, they'll send. You, they'll. They will give you a PDF to get uh, for the whole damn thing there for thirty-seven dollars.
9: And what you're saying is just, and what I've been saying is all diseases can be healed with yes. raw plant-based diet and fasting, and just by nature. We don't need mm-hmm. any quick fixes. We don't need any serums. We don't. I mean, we can use um, the homeopathics, and we can use the herbs, to help, which are produced by nature, to help with that process to help regenerate our nerves, regenerate our bodies, regenerate our organs, and help them to work again. And you only should go to Western medical doctors as a very, very, very last resort. That's correct. And and when they diagnose something, don't own it. If they tell you you have this disease or that disease and you have X number of months or years left left to live, don't believe them. Don't own your diagnosis. Right. Just take the information and then start doing your research and start changing your diet. Look at what you're doing that is not helpful. Mm
2: -hmm. If you're
9: eating cooked foods, if you're eating complex carbohydrates, even energy bars, even protein drinks or a whole bunch of soy, too much soy is bad for you. And nowadays, soy is all GMO unless it says it's non-GMO. So now, can you believe it? <laughs> if we just eat more simply, if we go to bed early, uh, we need, you know we all need more sleep. A lot of us, including myself, stay up way too late. And I know usually when I have these sort of um, phases where I get into low energy and feel like I just you know I'm just, i just have no energy whatsoever. If I just get some good night a good night's sleep, and then just start taking better care of myself. And then, you know, you can just um, have a total turnaround. And it's just simple things, just doing simple things. Can't we just
6: rent a cloud and all get on this cloud and get the heck out of here? (laughs) Well,
1: the thing that that's really what you're saying, uh, Emily, is the fact in the old days, they didn't have electricity that could go all night. They right. didn't have uh, the, uh, the wonderful uh, television or all right. this other stuff that's around. Or even the radio. We, well, the, oh, we were yeah. Yeah, the radio was only on for a little bit because the stations went off the air. So their and circadian
9: so, rhythm was not um, messed up.
0: And they, they
1: had to get up early in the morning right, with and be able to do the farm work right. or the housework. So this is, uh, this is so major in what we're talking about because of the fact that so much has been manipulated so we're not achieving optimum health. And there's where we're getting snackered. And we're being
9: brainwashed, and we're, you know,
1: we're buying all into
9: the, all the propaganda.
1: We got to stop yeah. doing that. Mm-hmm. And, and another God, thing, you
12: guys, go ahead. Was that ignoring our sense of self? I was just thinking about the value of uh, what we place on other people, you know, in our everyday life, and and the value that we place on ourselves, you know, and and how that relates to getting the desire. Right. As is happening with me, I'm kind of a, a, acquiring this. I'm starting to like under, you know, can uncover this desire starting to rise within me to be purified, my, my body, you know, uh, and it's it helped to it's starting to help by actually self-image, you know, like enhancing my self-image. And What that involves, as, as as I always like to talk about and 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 act, actually do every single day, I mean, take part in thinking and feeling thoughts that are preferable, very uh, preferable, and um, with the, okay. you know because because that's going to generate a higher a higher level of thinking from you know right. for me, you know, and so like like inquiring about other people. To me, becomes more important. So if I say, like last night, somebody asked me a question. Uh, I did some performance last night, by the way, some music, some singing and stuff, just spontaneously. Saw my friend; he invited me up. But they asked me a question. They asked me a question after the show, and I, about you know why I'm doing something with this music, and, and I really I came to that it's because I want to connect with other people. You because know, once I get over the idea of myself, then there's I can I can deal with these people. You know, and that, that, that idea of myself as a singer is a great tool to be able to to use. And then when I'm done with that person, that right, then I can basically not, not that I'm talking to that person that I'm holding up as who I am. Then I can come free and be more inquisitive about other people and really kind of just be like, you know, about them, not not about me. And so I use art to to definitely um, you know tap into that energy. Uh, but like definitely i think healthy self image and like seeing i don't know tell me what you think about this uh, uh you guys uh anybody feel free after this uh to jump in the hot, the whole like concept of others that there would be there is no other but yeah, there's we're only all self what? but okay. there's only self right but see it's i think with that acknowledgement that's very that's very polarized so to add to that the extra medium then I think we need to say we we were neglecting our whole self. So we have to take responsibility also for neglecting our whole self in this, you know, and then we can begin to, to embrace this this remedy. We're talking about more people will begin to embrace it, you know, the remedy uh, or whatever they you know, the homeopathic situation with nature and just recognition of who we are, you know, through that, you know. Um, I don't know if I was clear enough on that, but...
1: I'd like to bring up one point that I'm finding in the readings that I'm doing across the board and going back into other readings of long ago, 20 even, maybe 30 years ago, is the fact about you are one. Do you know what that is? It's programming. Because of the fact that that's the socialistic thing. It's taking away your individualism. It is making you all the same. And I think it behooves us to really be looking at what is it when they're really saying you're one, you're all one, because that is taking away who you really are. And making you something you may not want to be. Does Elaine's son want to be miserable and, uh, and painful to his mother? No, he loves his mother. They are the most loving people you can have in your life. And yet he is going through this hell in his body because of what? Well, we are all one. We all belong to one. Everyone is one. No, we're not. Each and every one on this call is an individual spirit.
12: Yes, individual, cosmic body. And
1: and everybody has their own way of doing things. And each one is doing the damnedest best they can with what Mm -hmm. they have. And we are not here And I'm not saying this is what Elaine's doing. She's bringing out a lot of stuff for all of us to learn from. And it is about the learning how to really become the individual and to be returned to who we really are rather than to what they want us to be always. And that was one of the things, and if our listeners from out in California or England, wherever you are, is we're supposed to obey you? No. (laughs) We have a right to think individually and to think on our own feet for the good of our own bodies and minds and willingness, not for what someone wants us to do. That's programming. Well, Doctor
9: Morse talks about our physical bodies and our spirit, and our physical bodies are nothing but taxis that drive our spirits around. Great and our, point. And our spirits Great don't point. die, and our spirits are all connected. And we are our spirits are godlike. You know, we're we're godlike. Our physical bodies are too. But where we where we mess ourselves up is we get bogged down in too much intellectual thinking, like medical doctors, all their training and everything, and they get too focused, too narrow, um, you know, blind sided um views and we start thinking that we know, you know, better yeah, for people. We know that we should we feel like we can control other people and force them to do things and all of that. And he says that that's we've got to get away from that. We've got to think, you know, higher up. And the the fruits can help us do that. If you eat nothing but fruit, you're just totally happy and, you know. In you're, fruity. you're fruity.
5: You're <laughs> fruity.
9: Right. Free, exactly. Free and, and
6: fruity. And, and he, I love yeah, it.
9: Yeah, <laughs> and he even talks about when you're eating fruit, if you have a healing crisis, if you start to feel sick, he said just, just think of it as a project and just go through it. And, again, you you can get into that spirit, that meditation state where you're just not desiring. You just think of your body, again, as a taxi that's driving you around throughout life. And But he says, you know, a lot of us would like to have nice taxis, nice new taxis.
5: <laughs> <laughs> so
9: So you want to take care of your taxi. So you want to give it the right, you know, just like you take care of your car. You want to tune it up and... Give it the right uh gasoline and that it needs that it's gonna run best on. And but in the meantime, don't get all worried and caught up in you know um you can actually with your thoughts you can create more acidosis. You can have alkaline thoughts, which are the loving thoughts, the non desiring thoughts, and then you have the acid forming thoughts, which are the, you know, whatever the the bad controlling thoughts the desiring thoughts thinking oh you need this you need that i want this I, make want
1: that.
6: I just got a really bad stomach i'm gonna break this record i got a stomachache i was running that song over my in my head trust and obey for there's no other way <laughs>
0: oh. <laughs>
6: that couldn't be more untrue
0: yeah, I know. Well. Now
6: I now I have a stomachache.
1: Well, <laughs> <laughs> perfect example, girlfriend. Perfect example. Unless you I'll, trust yourself, trust and obey yourself.
6: Yeah, there
0: we and go. And most
1: people don't trust and obey themselves because they've been told, "I can't trust you for anything. You won't get anything done the way I want it to be." How many of us have heard those lines? Yeah. <laughs> It's all the time, you know. But sometimes and, and we
9: even do it to ourselves. So it's the, the, higher, the higher thoughts, the higher powers that we need to pay attention to, not the lower, you know, the niggling, you know, nagging messages
1: that we also get. Well, I got to say a friend of mine who's passed away because of his anger, but uh, he used to say, if people could hear my thoughts, I would be arrested and thrown in jail. <laughs> because of his violence to himself. Yeah. We are our own worst enemy yeah. in many of these things because we say we're the stupid one. You stupid idiot, why couldn't right. you have done that? <laughs> oh my god, how many yeah. times have we heard us say it? You Did know, you know that's listen? why
6: You know that's why AA didn't work for me, don't you, Patricia? Because, because of, of that one, people. no, because of that
1: one statement in there. Keep it simple, stupid. Well, see, that's <laughs> why I changed that kiss to keep it simple, sweetheart, because yeah. I agree with you the offensiveness of that. And when people hear what I, when I say sweetheart, they go, oh, that's really cute. Then use it. Or keep it super simple. You can or like it. super simple. That's another yeah, that's one. That's even better. That's, that's, that's dimensional.
6: You dimensionalized it.
1: And that's <laughs> the point. It's how we say anything. It's also with, uh, even going back to what you were saying, um, 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 little Donaldson, I was going to call you Robertson, but Donaldson is the fact of using the word don't. Don't. Whatever comes after it gets done. Don't smoke. How many people smoke? Don't walk across the street against the light. How many people walk across the street against the light? Uh, Don't think a pink elephant. Okay, how many of you thought of a pink elephant? This is my point. You do what is a don't. And that's why I'm seeing more signs around than I have ever seen that are starting to say do not do not smoke in here do not leave your mess in here uh your mother does not work here so it's important that we use do not or you I... remember to take your flash drive at school we have don't forget your flash drive everybody forgets their flash drive do remember your flash drive and you got it huh. it's words it's all mm-hmm. getting back to the words mm-hmm. and uh I, I sent out an email with Savan's two vid- videos of Savan's on um the epitomology uh, of words and he went back to the numbers, to the basic numbers mm-hmm. and why numbers weren't used. It's very, very informative. If you can get into that, he's, he's broken it down much easier than his original materials were because he realized he was losing a lot of people. He, and I also sent you one on the matrix and how the matrix has really been adapted and he, said, he calls it Matrix 101, so you can understand it. And I was getting a lot more out of it. There's a lot of materials out here on The Matrix and how right. we have even been duped with the movie The Matrix. Patricia? Yeah, go ahead, Patty.
6: Can we say hello to Clintina and Marcia? I think Marcia's on the call now, too. Oh,
1: oh let's see. Yes, Southeast Wisconsin, Marcia. I couldn't think of who was in Wisconsin. Oh, Marsha, it's so good to he- see you. Can you speak up? Can we hear you? Are you off your other phone? Oh, so many questions. <laughs> Marsha? Hello? Marsha, can you speak to us? Unmute yourself, honey. You're unmuted. Oh, let me unmute Alola. My- Go ahead. Uh, Marsha, we'd love to hear you say hello. All right, we'll wait. She'll come on when it's time. She may she might have someone in the room and she had to mute it. So uh, this is in, in, in wonderful that she's come on the call. Uh, California, master. she called me and off. asked
6: me for the phone number. So,
1: oh I, just, I
6: that's I just heard from her, and I and I had heard from Elaine. So. I want my yep. party girls in here. That's yes,
5: yeah, yeah, it. And Quintina.
1: Yes? Hi, Quintina. Uh-oh, we lost someone. <laughs> Who did we lose? <laughs> it's back on. Hello, hi. Yeah. Hi, is that you, Marsha? No, we're That's still Clintina. waiting
5: for Marsha. It's just me.
1: Oh, we Clintina. lost uh, Elaine. Go ahead, Clintina. What's happening in Pennsylvania? Oh, oh nothing. <laughs> oh, there's a lot going on. <laughs> yeah,
5: everyone's preparing
1: for the Pope. Well, the Pope Schmope, he's such a traitor. Don't even get me on him. But <laughs> pope on a rope. rope. I think we're all going to start making soap.
6: We're going to learn how to make soap, and we're going to get molds, and we're going to make Pope on a Rope.
1: <laughs> yeah. oh, that um, cool? mm-hmm. he's a Jesuit. I don't, you know, he, there's too much on him. But um, one. Of the I things just sent you a um, um, uh, wonder. I think I just forwarded you a um, email from Doctor C. Oh yeah, Doctor uh, I have two of them. I have another one. When you send you. And uh, Patty, uh, you know what it is, about, you know what it's about? A drug maker will soon hold a patent on THC and CBD I saw that this as already. cancer cures.
6: I know. I saw that this morning.
1: You did? And yeah, and they're using it for uh, treating brain cancer.
6: Yeah, it's a brain cancer. They haven't said anything about the other cancers. However... I have a magical butter machine now, and I have my own medicine, and I make it myself,
1: well, and it yeah, doesn't cost Well, taking me the ma- THC or the CBD anyway, and that's, they're the two chemicals that are, yep. well, as you know, curing cancer. But it's very interesting, you know, that they're giving a drug company a patent. I'm still
6: feeling that's like Moses, standing here at the top of the promised land going... Release
1: the cure so I don't die, please. <laughs> <laughs>
6: but I'm doing but it myself.
1: The cure is what really, what Emily is talking about. It is changing your diet. I was diagnosed mm-hmm. yep. with having some lump on my breast back in uh, California. And I had just, I, I went back to the office and, um, was mentioning it to someone, and they said, well, you eat a lot of, no, I know what it was. Uh, I ha, um, there there's some kind of bumps that you get. And I was drinking a lot of cocoa. And they said, oh, and that, that, that forms that kind of stuff. And so I stopped drinking it. And uh, when I was supposed to go back in and get checked by them uh, at the, um, the general hospital in in los angeles um, it was a new crew so they had to do the whole uh ammogram and all the other st- or um, uh, okay. ultrasound and yeah. stuff like that on me and they found nothing they go oh well, maybe we were mistaken i said no i changed my diet i stopped drinking cocoa
6: that was a shame. And they, just, yeah.
1: they, they just got me out of the they got me out of the hospital well did you have fibrocystic breasts is that what you were diagnosed with yes the, the fibrous stuff that gets in there yeah. and makes lumps and stuff and that's what it was and the other they, thing is do you, did you wear a did you wear a bra then because there's a yeah there's, but I have nothing in it well there's a, <laughs> there, there's a book there's a book called Sorry.
5: there's Here's a book summer. called
9: Dress to Kill and it's all about how the bra um, hinders the lymphatic system in the chest yeah. and so you don't want to wear a bra when it, you know try and limit your wearing bras because all that does is it limits the movement of the lymph in your um in your chest so that's no the wonder
6: she crossed her heart she was lying
9: <laughs>
6: <laughs> but
9: i've I've had fibrocystic breasts also, and of course it was the caffeine in the cocoa that you were drinking that caused that oh. am i correct i That's had correct. i had i was drinking tons of coffee I would probably have like eight cups or six or eight cups of coffee a day when I first started in sales and was running around making my sales calls, and then I would stop and have a uh vegetarian pita with some cheese and bacon on it. Oh, you <laughs> and, and I would have that. Oh, and for breakfast, for breakfast I would have a cr- a glazed crawler and of course a cup of coffee. Oh. <laughs> and and so oh. I did that until I was 35 and then I would for dinner I would have a budget gourmet and I don't know a glass of wine or whatever. Um, oh, and then I was a big partyer on the weekends, lots of drinking and dancing and stuff. Um,
5: Hi, I, girl. So
9: then, then at age thirty-five, I go in to, from, to my gynecologist, or I, or I actually felt—I think I felt a lump in my breast—and um, so I went in, and she said, "Of course, she got me all nervous and everything, and I thought it was there was a lump that it was cancer, and so." I I knew a had some friends who was a um, had connections up in Boston at a um, Mass General affiliate
5: hospital,
9: and I went up there. Of course, this was before I really really knew anything about natural medicine. I knew about the um, you know because I was selling um, health insurance at that point, so I knew all about the scams and the cover-ups, the cancer cover-ups, and all of that. But I still uh, I still just went ahead because my mother was pushing me into it. Oh, Emily, you have to go, you have to go, and I'm going to you know, have it. And so it turned out to be a benign fibroadenoma. And, of course, they didn't tell me, because they didn't know, you know, to stop drinking coffee or to change my diet or anything like that. It wasn't until uh, later on I continued to have weird symptoms, totally different symptoms like visual disturbances, pinwheels, and sort of dizziness and stuff like that. And my boyfriend told me to go see his naturopath. And he said he's not a regular doctor. He's a naturopathic doctor. So I went, and that was my first um, time seeing Dr. Jansen. And he muscle response tested me, and sure enough, I had a wicked dairy sensitivity because besides that cheese on the um, vegetable pita with the bacon, um, I had lots of cheese all cheese and ice cream ben and jerry's every night (laughs) and i didn't have any you know diet i didn't have any weight problems ever i was always thin so so i just thought i could keep on eating it and my mother um growing up all of us kids were allowed to eat the you know yodels and the ring ding juniors and all that (laughs) stuff for you know after school and even for bringing them to school for a snack and and all that stuff, as long as we saved room for dinner. And then, of course, oh. we have to eat two bites of dinner of each thing before we could have dessert
1: also. Oh, oh yeah. And,
9: and ah. you know, which was more ice cream and more cake. <laughs> and, and um, so no wonder I developed
6: this oh, my God.
9: issue. And, and, I, and, and luckily it was a benign cyst, because who knows, if it had been malignant, what I yeah. would have done at that point, I probably would have been pushed into the, you know, Western, um, you know, Western approach. But my boyfriend, luckily, I went to see his naturopath, and he did this muscle response testing on me, and found that I had a wicked dairy sensitivity, and that I needed. He said I needed to cut out dairy, and I said, "Oh, can I at least have a teaspoon of milk in my coffee? Because I need to have at least." And he said, "You have to stop drinking coffee." And I said, "Oh, I, you know, I need to." So he let me have one cup of coffee a day, and with a little bit of. Um, milk in it but other than that I went and I cut out cold turkey I became a vegan and I started eating Asian and Indian foods of course they were cooked though they weren't even raw but and I did take um, some glandulars and supplements that he gave me and um, after three or four months I was able he said I was totally healed I didn't have the dairy sensitivity anymore because it was totally cleaned out of my body Oh, my one thing that really I noticed a huge improvement in just a couple of weeks was my elimination. I had always been prone towards constipation, and I started having regular, you know, eliminations, and it was so nice. And plus, I had so much more energy, and I felt great. So I just did that. And so this guy wasn't even like Dr. Morrison, he was just not even really deeply getting in, but just enough to get rid of the the quote unquote diseased condition. Um, which I didn't realize you know, I and so he was he was even using isolate supplements and I was sort of a, a big believer of the isolants until just three or four years ago when I discovered um Doctor Morse and I have, oh, actually, no, Doctor um Doctor Page who wrote Healthy Healing, I had heard some radio shows that she had done and she had always said, "Well, I'm really concerned about isolates." She said, "We need to eat the whole herb because that's what God has created." And so, but Dr. Jansen's office wasn't as you know big on whole herbs. They thought the isolates were, you know,
5: wow. good also.
9: So, so um, I kind of just went along with what Dr. Jansen said because he was a former medical doctor, and then he went back to. Um, school to get a, a doctor of naturopathy degree and so you know I really believed everything that he was pushing and um so but he was and so he helped get me to one you know to the next level and then now Doctor Morse makes the
6: most sense of all. Is that you have stumbled down all of the right roads, my dear
1: <laughs> <laughs> Well is want... your life. I wanted,
6: okay. I wanted to share something with you guys uh, that happened this week. Bruce had my baby.
1: Oh, did he hide it from you again? No,
6: it was so funny. He got up in the morning on on Monday morning to go to work, and he told me he hurt he, so bad his Yahoo's hurt and then I was a little concerned I know he groans and moans and all this stuff a lot anyway and he has ever since I've had him for 15 years so so anyway he goes to work he goes out to the base and does all his work and his boss takes a look at him and says go to the hospital so he goes to the VA hospital and they hook him up to all these machines and tell him He's passing a kidney stone, which hurts oh. worse than having a baby, oh yeah, so <laughs> and, and then I realized, and then I realized every time he gets these for the last fifteen years, it's like I've been living with a woman that's in labor every once in a while, and I bet it's kidney stones all these times,
1: yeah, yeah,
6: so <laughs> it was mm-hmm. kind of funny. But he's fine now. He's fine now.
1: <laughs> but see, that's that's the danger of that. And see, and I lost my gallbladder because I didn't know enough on what the gallbladder does. And uh, they didn't need to take it out. I just needed to crush the stones. But they would never have you do that.
6: Yep. And, and that's how I found out I had liver cancer because they told me I needed my gallbladder out and then I went to see him and I said what makes you think I need my gallbladder out I'll never forget it because he's got his little you know the doctors in training I call them the monkeys next to him and I said what makes you think I need my gallbladder out Well, and he told me it had stones in it and I said well I know but I also have liver problems I have hepatitis C and I have cirrhosis and um I think I need to have a full evaluation before we start yanking out organs here. So then they sent me up to Caldwell, and I found out I had liver cancer. And I decided that cancer was more important than the gallbladders. And mm-hmm. then on down the road in my treatment, one day I go to the hospital to have my a chemo treatment. And I say to the nurse, and I said, uh, you know I really ought to thank Dr. Reese for telling me I needed my gallbladder out otherwise I'd have never found out I had liver cancer and she go and she said right to me you guys she said oh Dr. Reese tells everybody they need their gallbladders out
5: but, uh,
6: you know and I'm sitting there getting ready to do this chemo and I'm sitting there going patty don't overreact don't jump out of your chair Just go ahead, go through with his chemo. You'll remember that she said that. I still am thankful for Dr. Reese doing that, but God, you know, how many gallbladders do they take out that don't need to be taken
1: out? That's exactly the point. That is exactly the point. And then your your body doesn't have that organ to
6: function normally, so then you're way off balance.
1: Because I lost mine. I had two attacks, and I lost mine. And if I'd known what I know now, it, it would have been a different story. And this gal was trying to tell me, but I said, I am so sick right now. I just can't even think the way you want me to think. And, um, and so I, I went ahead and had it taken out. And, um, I, you know, there is a point where you have to know more than nothing.
6: Colin sent me the, the treatment. Not what I knew. Colin sent me the treatment, so the very next time he gets this, you sit down and you drink. In two hours, you drink a six-pack of classic Coke. What? Then wow. you eat all these mashed-up asparagus, organic asparagus, that I've cooked beforehand. And then you sit there and drink all this distilled water. Right, Colin?
7: Yep. Uh, basically, the way it works, Coca-Cola provides the phosphoric acid, which dissolves the uh, stones, kidney That's stones.
5: Right. Mm-hmm.
7: And uh, the uh, asparagus acts as a uh, diuretic, and uh, one of the side effects of Coca-Cola is the fact that uh, it uh, causes you to dehydrate. So, you need to drink the water.
1: Good point.
6: And at which point do I take off? I think I take off after he's starting to drink the
7: water. <laughs>
5: <laughs> so, you,
7: start, you, start, you, know, you start urinating and the uh, stones come out as the sand, as the sand in your urine.
6: Oh, okay. All then. Right,
1: yeah, see, and that, that way you're doing it actually not naturally, but you're doing it efficiently to get rid of them.
9: There are
7: some right. other ways. There,
9: oh, there's, there's some other approaches. That ways,
1: you,
7: but don't. This is one. This is one that's not going to cost you hundreds of dollars.
9: No, but there yeah. are some. There are some other uh, low-cost do-at-home ways that mm-hmm. you can get rid of kidney stones without having to drink Coca-Cola.
6: But I could get Bruce to drink Coca-Cola. This well, is the well, thing.
7: The, the, the only <laughs> he reason you drink one. Coca-Cola is to, is to get the phosphoric acid. That's the only reason you use
9: lemon juice instead?
6: Oh. That's possible, yeah. You
5: know, well, I'm just, gonna water, I'm just going to
6: let him I'm just going to let him Grapefruit. <laughs> <you> <laughs> do it inside.
7: himself.
6: <laughs> it, it's, Somebody it's came up
7: and went to the trouble, you know, to figure out exactly what, what everything was and came up with this, and it's a fast and dirty method to get rid of a kidney stone without the uh, beating your head on the floor from the pain well, yeah
1: uh well would it get rid of gallstones uh, that i don't know <coughs> because it's again <coughs> calcification of stuff that doesn't flow out there are similar ways that you can do that
9: as well
7: yeah. this is just one this is just one mm-hmm. way and uh it basically works you know and put it this way uh, it's real easy to get Coca-Cola. Nature has a cure for everything. And he yeah. likes Coca-Cola.
6: He thinks I'm totally crazy. He won't do any of the health treatments I recommend. But this one he listened to and he said, okay. And I said, and stop groaning when you're not hurting. Because it <laughs> really gets to me.
9: So how <laughs> many, how many chemo treatments did you have? Two. Oh. And then what happened? You just... So, well, they did
6: no. First, they did the the first one. It was just a direct blast up my leg into the liver, into the 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 cancerous tumor. throughout your body. But, into the cancerous tumor. Yeah. And then that that didn't seem to work quite right. So then they decided, oh, we'll hit it with alcohol. And oh, so no. I went there, and they told me that I had to be awake doing it and i oh yeah, I'm okay with this, and as he's pushing the alcohol into my liver, I'm squeaking i mean i'm going
5: ow, ow, yeah, yeah, and, and he ah. and then he stops, and he's
6: done, and I looked at him, and I said are you sure I couldn't have just stayed home and got drunk? And they all just started laughing, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Weren't you
9: burning? Could you feel it, like burning, coming up into your... um... No, no, it just
6: hurt where he was putting it in. And that didn't seem to work. So now this is over a year and a half period of time. Every six months we tried a new one. So then they went back in and did the, the thing again with the chemo. And that didn't work, but he keeps telling me this is growing so slowly. There are a lot of doctors watching this. We don't know what you're doing, but whatever you're doing, keep it up, okay? Well, and
9: chemo was acid, and it's the last thing. But now he's not acid speaking
6: transition. to me. They have kicked me out of the program Good. because I went there and I said, "Okay, I'll do it." The radiation. And they called me up on June 2nd and said, are you ready to do the radiation? And I said, "Um, um, can we wait 10 days so I can have my June 12th birthday and then do it after that? And she said, no. If you don't do it now, you can't do it. And I said, you mean you're kicking me out of the program? She said, yep, that's what I have to do. And I said, well, can I move out of state and get another doctor? And she started to chuckle. And I said, or can I find another doctor in Spokane that might do this if I change my mind? And she goes, oh my God, Patty, I'm going to miss you. Mm. You know, because they don't think I know what I'm doing, but I know what I'm doing. I'm just making it fun.
9: Did you know any of the other people in the program?
6: Was it like a
9: group
5: setting? No,
6: No, it's not a program group setting, no. Um. I'm... I'm doing. Uh, there's all these people that go to the Northwest Cancer Clinic thing that I go to, but I don't really talk to any of them because they believe in doctors.
9: Is there some of these experimental, you know? Yes. Um, where they advertise on the radio and they say, if you have this kind of cancer, come in and you get the treatments for free or something, or we'll even pay you. But um, Dr. Morse talked about one of them where um, he had a patient who had been in one of those but who the patient had decided to leave the program and then he was telling Dr. Morse about how he ran into one of the nurses who administered the chemo and um, she was surprised that um, this guy was still alive and he said what she said oh you know weren't you in the program weren't you in the XYZ program and he said yes and and um, he said he left it, and she said, oh, because everybody else that was in it has died.
5: Oh, my yeah. God.
9: Yeah.
6: See, and if Elaine was still on the call, she worked in a setting like that where they were giving all these patients shots, yeah. you know, and, and she mentioned something to the doctor about it, and right away they terminated her employment.
9: Well, and when you think of all the famous people that um, you hear about on the news or, you know, um, movie stars or whatever, um, or, you know, Steve Jobs and Tony Snow are the only two people I can think of. But, you know, when they finally, their their family forced them into doing chemo or conventional stuff and they had been putting it off and putting it off, not doing it and living for years, you know, but it was only until – when after they started it, that their health started going downhill and they quickly died. That's what yep. caused Steve Jobs' death. It was the chemo, yep. not,
1: not his pancreatic cancer. Well, and so that's the whole point that, uh, of what, why we're on these calls is to make you aware that you have options that you can take. Uh, was that you, uh, Colin, go ahead.
7: Yes, it was. Uh, <laughs> the 1st team chem—okay, chemotherapy for cancer started uh, right after World War One, and uh, you know, this is when they started doing the procedure. And it, you know, it's the usual thing at the pharmaceutical companies. But what very few people know is the source of the chemotherapy drugs was. Uh, leftover mustard gas from first, from the First World War.
9: Oh my God! Yeah, that's what mammograms are too. Leftover yeah. from war. Um, but you
7: see, yeah, let's go. But uh, so mustard gas is a blistering agent. Mm. No, it, it's like acid. It's like an yeah. acid burn. Okay. And here they are. They're using they're using this to manufacture drugs. They're going to Uh, do an IV injection into your
1: body,
7: (laughs) you know, to kill cancer? Right. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so either. Yeah. Kill you. you.
9: you And you know what they teach the people that are administering it to do? To not spill it. Don't spill it on your skin because it burns. Yeah.
8: Yeah. Well, why,
9: if it burns on your skin, why are you going to inject it inside somebody, inside their blood veins? for the
1: money it cost my boss something like twenty three hundred dollars for each shot she got of her chemo she was on shot and twenty three hundred i said that's exorbitant that's how much you have to that's how much the insurance company paid and I what said, you no, get out of it, it. You, it makes you sicker than the cancer
9: itself.
1: That's exactly yeah. right. All, this, all the cancer is is damaged cells. And it's spreading right. because of the fact you're not
7: eating nutritionally. Right. you haven't having the back. Patricia. Yeah. Okay. There's a doctor in Italy. The first time I heard about him was from Kevin Trudeau during my gin training. This doctor, uh, they haven't reached the point where they're ready to put a contract out to have him murdered, but they've been trying to put him out of business for years. He just he was an oncologist, and for years, you know, uh, he would uh, you know use the accepted methods, and then he started doing autopsies on the, uh, uh, the tumors that had been removed from patient, from some mm-hmm. of his patients, and ever at the heart of every one of those tumors.
5: Mm-mm.
7: He found a colony of Candida albicans fungus.
9: Yeah, that's all wow. it is. It's fungus. Yeah. Now,
7: now, what happened? What, what? No, can you? You have everyone has basically everyone's got Candida. Mm-hmm. Right, and everyone you... does. But here's the thing, okay? Once it? If you have an overgrowth, it actually converts itself from a yeast to a fungus. And as a fungus, it can penetrate the walls of the intestines and go get directly in your bloodstream and go throughout your whole body. And where it where it finds it, where it decides to camp, your body starts fighting it, and it builds right. structure around it. that's called a tumor. That's
9: the location, 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 and the acid damage
7: right. starts.
9: Yes. Yeah. Now,
7: there. my yeah, my brother-in-law had a tumor in the vicinity of his liver, that uh, was the size of a grapefruit. And it was surgically removed. But the doctor who did the surgery also had the intelligence enough not to biopsy it first, but to leave it intact. And right. he used, the, the, his removal method was the same procedure that is used with an ectopic pregnancy. Which is, you go on either side of it, you put a ligature on it, and then beyond that one, you put another one, and you go on the scissors, you go snip, snip, and bring the whole thing out as a single mass.
9: Well, has right. he changed the guy? And,
7: has he changed and his he diet? Finished. He, finished. He, finished. Yeah. he has never had to go back, you know, he, he never took chemotherapy, and uh, there's absolutely no sign of a cancer in his body today. When was- This was about five years ago. Twelve? Five.
9: Five. And did he change his diet?
7: Well I don't know what Joe eats. I really oh, don't Oh that
9: that's probably why if he he wants to change his diet a little bit if he's still I know, cancer.
7: But, you know, 12. But, but the thing is, uh the mass itself was never punctured so it could escape. Correct. Okay. That's why they just, they just they just clip the blood vessels on either side of it. The one, that, the artery that fed into it and the vein that came out of it. And he just plucked it out. Yep.
9: But the jumped. rest of his body is still very acid. If he has not oh, yeah. changed anything, then he still has an unhealthy body, and the cancer could just well, start, you know, you know, somewhere else. He's like
7: most Americans. You know, he's like most Americans. But the point is, you know, he would be dead if they would have gone ahead and biopsied it 1st Mm-hmm. And
1: it was well, cancerous. I I I have uh people that have said when they went into women and did the D and C on them and uh and checked them out, most of those women died. And this gal in my talk club, I think I've mentioned this before, she said, Listen, I'm not having you do a D and C just take the whole damn thing out. And that was those were her words. And she never got cancer. Because of exactly what you're talking about,,
6: yes. and that's something I didn't mention to you guys. There's other spots on my liver, but they aren't they aren't showing anything yet, so I've always known that too so i'm I am thinking, what good does it do to kill the one cancer if there's more coming behind it mm-hmm. so i I need the medicine that will kill it all, and I'm using epibucanemonite All right.
7: Hey, this that's Italian doctor. Hey, this Italian doctor. The drug he uses, now in his his oncology practice, is bicarbonate of soda. Yeah, but you that's
9: You drink yep. it
7: as a you drink it as a solution, and he uh, if the cancer is you know big enough, he will actually directly inject yeah. into the tumor. A solution of bicarbonate of soda directly into the cancer,
5: and, and that's it what goes needs
7: away. to be done. And it goes away. And yeah. put it this way: they're really, they're really not happy with him because he's taken patients that have been thrown out of the socialized. Uh, he's like Doctor Caldwell. They both took <laughs> patients that were sent home to die,
5: mm-hmm.
7: and uh, with their various treatments, Caldwell uses a different one. But uh, Caldwell did took over 35,000 patients from the German right. uh, medical system and cured 93 percent of them and they didn't that did not go over very good in Germany and this one, in Africa, this one in Italy is doing the same thing and they don't like him either but he's taking these stage four patients and curing them
1: what he's doing is be? changing their vibrations in their bodies right. so that they can survive. That's right. the whole point yeah. that people are given a
7: chance. See? Caldwell learned his technique from his mother. Right. His I mother mean... had his mother had uh, gallbladder problems. They did a surgery to remove the gallbladder. It went bad. She developed cirrhosis of the liver which turned into cancer and when he was 10 years old 10 12 years old he would get up because his father walked out on him because he didn't want to have a sick wife so he would get up early he would go to a job work go to school then uh after school he'd go back to work and then he'd come home and he didn't know if his mother was still alive and uh there was a medic that came from the health service twice a day to give her morphine injections for the pain. And Caldwell, when he was 15, 16 years old, was traveling the world looking for for, uh, methods to treat cancer. And he was in Africa, and he was actually uh, working with a a witch doctor. And one of the villagers there, developed appendicitis. And I mean, uh, uh, you can uh, you can be dead for 30 days and you'd have known that this guy had a, a acute appendicitis. that was really bad. And, uh, well, you know, the witch doctor made the, the herbal potions up and, you know, poured them down his throat. And he danced around him and he had the, the, the you know, the, the herbs he burned and, you know, spread the smoke around him and all this stuff. Then at the very end, he danced around the, the palate a couple times. Then he screeched jumped up and came down with both feet right on the guy's appendix. Oh, my God. Yes, the guy doubled up, screeched, passed out, and three hours later, Caldwell saw this guy walking around like nothing had ever happened to him. Now, you explain that.
9: If you want to still do a more um, systemic approach, so that you won't, it won't come back again. Because even if you're, whatever it is, if is, you're removing a tumor, or you're, you know, shooting it up with baking soda or whatever it is, it might be better than chemo. But still, you're only addressing the symptom. Whatever mm-hmm. caused the tumor to get there, in the first place, sure. hasn't changed. So sure. if you want to, if you want to change what caused it to get there, that's where you need to go into, doing the diet yeah. and the herbs.
7: Yeah. A lot of the cancer. cancers did not really start appearing until about the last quarter of the uh, 19th century. This is when we became heavily industrialized. And same thing with polio. Polio did not make its appearance until the mid-1870s after John D. Rockefeller started manufacturing pesticides for use in agriculture.
9: And That's when, polio
7: appeared. That's when polio appeared.
9: And canning foods and also.
7: Well, they are, they are, polio and cancers are caused by toxins. They're not. No, they're caused. They are caused by toxins in the environment. Well, that's,
1: that's
5: exactly one what am
1: saying. That's yeah. one cause.
9: They're also caused by the food. Some of the foods that we eat.
5: Man. Sure,
7: but, what's the, what's well, that, but well, why which is food what, po- why, which why is food to our body? Hey, hey, why right. is food that was being eaten before with no ill effects suddenly start? start getting cancer from it. It's because
9: something our, was added to it. The more modern our diet has become, the
7: mm-hmm. more sick we've become. Right, but 150 years ago, we had a pretty damn crude diet. Right, we really it was very crude. Right, it's simple. Simple yeah. whole food. Right.
6: We didn't have right. all the chemicals in the atmosphere that we have now and all the poisons that there.
5: Yeah. Sure.
7: We didn't most, have refrigeration most of, most of the problems. Most of the problems are caused by the toxins in the air.
5: Now, mm-hmm.
7: 2 years ago. <laughs> I don't yeah, buy yeah, that. Yeah, 2 years ago, I had double pneumonia. And uh I took care of it. With colloidal silver, and I used uh, calendula flower tea as an antibiotic, and uh million tea as in, an expectorant. And I took care of it myself. I never left. I never left the house.
5: Yep, you can do and,
7: uh, and it worked very well because the uh, uh, the Melian tea. There's a couple other little things to go with it, but it's a... Uh, it's a uh, the
9: mucilaginous. You
7: know, there you go. You got it. There you go. And the uh, calendula flower tea, besides being an antibiotic, is also an anti-inflammatory. Right. See? And it's just a tea, you know. You boil it. Uh, you boil the... You know, I get I get them from a firm down in uh, Cali- Southern California. They're organic.
5: People they, make- come
7: in a, they come in a little uh, tea a tea bag made out of unbleached muslin, and you boil it for 10 minutes, and then you drink it.
1: Right. Well, part of the thing from what you're talking about, to go back in history, the, in the 50s and the 60s, uh, the 50s and, pardon me, the 40s and the 50s, they were doing DTT or DDT. <laughs>
5: And they finally found that that was
1: detrimental to people's bodies. And they canceled it, but much of the food was contaminated already. Right. Then they put in the fact that uh, um, it, because it's always been a chemical addition. In the 60s, they were adding something like 660 chemicals to the foods back in the 60s. And I was alerting people to this. And they just looked at me as if she's got a second head. I wonder how we can change that on her. And mm-hmm. and that is the attitude that I was given. And uh, But today we know it's all about the chemicals in the food. We know it's the toxins in the air. We know it's the, the chemicals in the water. We have the, everything you're talking about is indicative of why we need to be very responsible for what we ingest. And I have Ooh. to keep hearing you say it over and over to me so that I will stop doing what I'm doing because I don't want to fix a meal. Does, does Patty know the herbs for
9: liver health? Because I have them right here if she wants them Because with, with her.
1: Well, let's her send herbal. her an email on it so she can uh, print it out. Let me see if Patty's on People it's almost one o'clock and uh, yeah, Patty you're still
7: on. Yeah. But they're gonna cut uh, us they're gonna cut us off for shortly here. I right. don't want no. any
6: more shit from anybody right now, okay? I'm doing fine all by myself. Everybody can go to hell and die. I don't care anymore. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I've had so much information sent at me. I've got enough right now. I'm doing just fine. All I'm concerned about right now
5: is why my computer won't come on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm
7: I'm just
6: teasing you guys.
7: (laughs) Put the devil back in his cage.
6: Yeah, put him back in. I like the devil. Put him back in
9: his cage. Okay. I was thinking because you you had your herbal manufacturing um, device there, your tincture mixture, mixture thing that uh, you'd want to know some of the herbs for liver health and also... Oh, yeah, yeah, statics. yeah,
6: and I do, and I do, I'm, and I use... You
9: probably I, have some of these in your backyard. My dandelions, yes, uh, I know
6: all about liver, liver and, herbs. I use them. all
9: you, uh, you do know, you have the list already? Cause well, I'd root, like to have
6: a list, so okay.
9: yes. Okay, you can get some of these things if you go to an Indian store or an Asian store, and the herbs are much cheaper there.
6: Okay. um oh. licorice, don't have, don't give it to me right now because I'll never remember. Oh,
1: okay, I'll just, I'll just type it. Send it to me else. and I'll send it to everybody. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Because all of us have, are going to have liver problems because it's your last line of filtration before it goes to the kidney. So it's important we have mm-hmm. the, uh, the filtering system going for all of us. Because the liver, you know, you get the spots on your hands. I have one big spot on my, my finger that's really important that I get rid of it. So... It it behooves us to be aware of where our body is telling us. And I do want you to know that I am on my tenth body because of what you said, Emily, in the fact that we get an entire new body in seven every seven years. So I'm on my tenth yeah. plus body. Yeah. So Emily? Want you to know. <laughs> yeah.
7: Emily? Yeah? Okay. Kevin Trudeau was twenty one years old. He'd made himself a millionaire, and he started with uh, Amway. And uh, he was driving his Lincoln Continental Mark IV uh, on, on that highway, that that ring highway that goes around Chicago.
0: Mm-hmm. And
7: he got a massive pain in his chest. And he pulled over, and, of course, being a millionaire, he obviously had a mobile phone in the car, and he called an ambulance. And they, they, they diagnosed him as a mitral valve prolapse. Yep. Good well, job. And uh, they gave him, you know, two or three years to live. Mm. So he went to the Mayo Clinic and he went to another clinic of that type in uh, Boston and another place. Then finally, he ended up here in Sparks, Nevada. at a place called the Century Wellness uh, Clinic, and there was a doctor there who, in conjunction with a uh, a man who had a uh, doctorate in, in engineering and in uh, uh, electronics. And they had figured out that, you know, your body produces electricity and you can measure this. And Kevin had the appointment with him and he went in there. It didn't tell him why he was there. The doctor had him lay down and he started, he hooked up the negative probe. I guess he did it, uh, hooked it up to one of his feet. And then he took the positive probe and started, you know, checking things. What he was basically checking was the, uh, the same network that acupuncture uses. Mm-hmm. He was checking it, and it was all coming out a 50, which is healthy. And then he got to the heart, and it dropped to a 10. And so then he started working down real quickly, you know, real specifically. And in five minutes, he did uh, a, a diagnosed a mitral valve prolapse, and all those other clinics had taken a week to 10 days to do the same diagnosis. And uh, Kevin told us, says, us, yep, that's correct. You know, And he said, all these people have told me the same thing, and the only treatment they have is very dangerous surgery and very dangerous drugs. And I don't suppose you know anything that can be done it says, well, not in this country. However, you can go to Switzerland, Germany, or Mexico City and have something called live cell therapy. And so he did down there it cost him $20,000 and he was down there for 10 days. They did a complete workup on him, complete physical, and then they gave him a shot. And uh, he came back 60 days later, he went back to the Mayo Clinic and they didn't want to they didn't want to, you know, accommodate him and he laid it, he put so much cash on the on the director's desk, they ran the test and there was no mitral valve prolapse. And mm-hmm. he told them what he did and they looked at him and they tossed him his records and said, Get the hell out of here and don't ever come back. You know, and uh, there's another one. He there's, could uh, have saved Archibald himself went, all that money yeah, if he yeah, just taken still.
9: some uh high end pepper
7: but,
9: right but, after he felt the pain.
7: Yeah. Emily. In England, 30 years ago, a young woman had congestive heart failure, major congestive heart failure. She had to be hospitalized. She couldn't do anything. And so they were waiting for a heart transplant to wait for a a heart. They put her on a – these things were like dinosaurs. You know, the pump itself was the size of of an office desk. And, you know, you're tied to it by tubing. And so they did that and turned it on. And – uh, It was pumping, circulating the blood. It came up to speed. And then about an hour after she was hooked up to it and it was turned on, her heart stopped beating. Only the pump was keeping her alive. Roughly 60 days later.
8: Hello. Ah. Well,
9: (laughs) sounds like uh, Colin buys into the diagnoses these people had. You don't ever want to um, buy into the diagnosis. There are much more natural approaches people can use. For mitral valve prolapse, there are some really good herbs people can take. Kevin Trudeau did not need to do all all of that to stop his mitral valve prolapse.
8: Is everybody gone? I'm still here. What somebody said, maybe Colin said time to quit. Are you still there? How many are here?